The following is a presentation of Team Glory Sports. This is Sunbelt League Baseball with your defending champions, the Gainesville Gold Diggers on 97.5 Glory FM, WGTJ. Today's game is being brought to you by Conditioned Air Systems, Riverside Pharmacy, King Green, and by the Gainesville Gold Diggers. Now, live from Ivy Watson Field, here's Mike Wofford. After winning game one of the Sunbelt League Finals back on Wednesday night, the Gainesville Gold Diggers are one win away from successfully defending their Sunbelt League Championship tonight. It is game number two of this best of three playoff series as the Gainesville Gold Diggers play host to the Columbus Chattahoots. And I run along with Joe Gailey, Mike Warford, along with studio producer Nathan Laddie. We're here live from Ivy Watson Baseball Field to bring you Sunbelt League playoff action. And the Gold Diggers just one win away from capturing another championship. We're looking forward to doing that one tonight, Joe. Yep, got to play hard tonight and come out out there and win it. I think having the home field advantage for your championship game means a ton. Uh, it to me and talking to some of the guys tonight and the coaches, I think having this uh, um, the game at home tonight uh, that you can win and win it on your home field means a lot for them. They'll have a good good fan base here tonight. A lot of folks showing up 7-15 time start, and I think we'll have a good good turnout tonight. As manager Michael Owings and I talked about back on Monday, the goal was this week to win three in a row, to mm -hmm. win that elimination game back on Monday, the semifinals against the Chattahoochee, and then win game one last like Wednesday night, in fact, down in Columbus, then win this one tonight to win three straight and take on the championship That's here it. on their home field. Uh, two out of three so far, and let's go ahead and win this one. I can make it three out of three and then take home back-to-back -back championships from the Sunbelt League. That would be an awesome thing. Big thing, the Gold Diggers came from behind back on Wednesday. They trailed Columbus by a score of 5-1 to one going into the top half of the seventh inning. They scored three times in the seventh, four more times in the eighth inning in play, and they come home with an 8-5 victory over Columbus, and now the Gold Diggers are 23-9 and going into the second game of the series. Now, just in case the Chattahoots win, they'll play the third and deciding game tomorrow night at 7.05 from Historic Golden Park. The big thing is for the home team to win tonight. Home team win tonight. Go ahead and get it over with, and then the guys can go ahead and start making their celebration plans over the weekend and get back to their home and um, you know get, have a couple of days off before they head to college. Coming up next, we'll preview tonight's ball game. It's game two of the best of three playoff series with the Sunbelt League Championship. It's on 97.5 Glory FM. 80, 85, 90, 95. No, that's not the temperature outside. That's inside your house if your AC dies. How well do you think you'll sleep that night? Hi, this is Brooke from Conditioned Air Systems, and if you want a good night's sleep all the time, call Conditioned Air Systems for a complete tune-up by one of our certified technicians. That way, when the temperature goes up, it will only be outside. Call 1-800-AC-REPAIR or visit ConditionedAirSystems.com. Conditioned Air Systems and Train, keeping North Georgia cool. Charlie King is with us from King Green. And, Charlie, I often hear you talk about aeration. I'm wondering, why is that so important for the lawn? Aeration relieves compaction in these heavy clay soils. It'll also let some roots grow. It just makes your lawn healthier and happier all year long. Please give us a call, 
when you can at 770-536-7611 or kinggreen.com. Take care of it, folks, because they know what they're doing. Over 35 years locally owned and operated by this guy right here. I know you have lots of outdoor plans for the summer, but make sure you take care of yourself with a trip to Riverside Pharmacy. They have everything you need from sunscreen to suntan lotion to the things you need to soothe those horrible sunburns. Plus, they have all of the -the over-the-counter and prescription needs for those pesky summertime allergies and colds. So before you hit the road for your vacation, make sure you stop by Riverside Pharmacy across from City Park, serving Gainesville for over 60 years. The Gainesville Gold Diggers want to thank all of the fans for making this season a success. The Gold Diggers are looking for their second straight Sun Belt League championship, and they are thankful for all of the support of the local community. Thank you very much for coming to the games, listening to the radio broadcast, and watching the games on YouTube this season. The goal is to win another Sun Belt League championship for the fans in Gainesville. Micah Owings and Richie Casper say thank you to all of the sponsors of the team and all of the Gold Diggers fans for another successful season. Gainesville Gold Diggers Baseball on 97.5 Glory FM. Counting down to the first pitch of tonight's ball game along with Joe Gailey. Mike Warford with you here from Ivy Watson Field. We've been with you all summer long again and wrapping up nine weeks, Joe, tonight. We began the season nine weeks ago tonight back on June the 2nd and it seems like yesterday in a lot of ways. Yeah, so the summertime is blown through here for sure. The summertime is blown through in a hurry. And uh, nine weeks and uh, two weeks from now, we got football starting. But uh, one big thing tonight, we've got to win this Sunbelt League championship tonight and uh, get, get ready for uh, all the schools pretty much have started now and all the guys uh, on both squads will head back to their rightful colleges next week to get ready for their fall semester. And that's a big thing, too, to see what Micah Owings has done here for this team this year. Jumped out to a huge start. Really, the, the things changed after the Major League draft when we had three players lead this team to go to their respective teams where they were drafted. Yep, you lost uh, three and, and probably three of the of the you know the bigger bigger names on the team. Jeremiah Boyd, uh, the catcher, uh, all season long he was hitting over um, over way over 300, hit up at around 400 at some point. Signed by the Arizona Diamondbacks, Kyle Henley, who played in the outfield center field, was hitting over 300 at times this year. Drafted by the Reds and Blake Wehunt, uh, one of the big guys out of the bullpen, drafted by the Red Sox. So you know when those guys left it. It uh, put a little dent in, in our depth, but they've held in real good. We had a really good game by Jonah Walker here the other night in that elimination game, pitched a really, really super ball game. And I hope that they can do that again tonight. Cole Munhall will get the start for us, and he's 3-0 and on the season. And hopefully he can come out there with gangbusters and uh, keep us going early. Pitching is going to be the key in my mind because on Wednesday night, the Gold Diggers used four pitchers mm-hmm. as White Dodgins. He started the ball game and came out after three and then – Three of the pitchers, but Kyle Roper, again, doing the job pitching the last three innings, getting the victory for the Gold Diggers, while it was Columbus using seven pitchers in the game Wednesday night. Yeah, you had to use seven pitchers, and, and tonight they're starting probably, I'd say, their ace out of, the, out of there. They've uh, Will Turner, he's pitched in nine games. He's 6-0 in the season, pitched in 40 and a third innings, and his 51-18 uh, to 18 strikeout-to-walk ratio, and his ERA is under one, Mike. So uh, he's probably their ace as far as if you look at the number of innings he's pitched and his ERA for sure. So they're, hope, they're wanting to get that win and head back to Columbus, but hopefully games will come out, hit him, and that's what uh, Coach, I heard him say earlier, that's who they were expecting to pitch. So let's go after him and hit him tonight. 
That's going to be the big thing for Coach Steve Smith and his team from Columbus. They won the regular season championship one game ahead of the Gold Diggers. Here we are, the top two teams in the league this year mm -hmm. playing for the championship as it was the Hoots winning the regular season title with a 21-7 overall mark. The Gold Diggers went 20-8. and And then Gainesville was victorious and three game series against Chattahoochee and then winning game one back on Wednesday while the Hoots were victorious in two straight games against the Atlanta Blues. Scored 20 runs in two games against a very short-handed Blues mm -hmm. team. They're losing that game back on Wednesday night down in Columbus. Yeah, they lost the game uh, down there the other day. And, you know, the uh, games came, was not playing bad. Uh, they, they played airless baseball on Wednesday night, which was good. They got 10 hits. I hit them 10 hits to seven hits uh, and uh, scored uh, seven runs in the last uh, – in the seventh and eighth inning. So, hopefully that can uh, – Hopefully they'll score a lot early tonight and uh, uh, give some breathing room for our pitcher, Cole Munhall. And so we'll see how Cole can do. He pitched last Saturday down in Columbus on that horrible rainy night that they had mm -hmm. against the, the Monsters in game one of that series. In fact, yep. they game two of that series, I should say. Exactly. And, and, and talking to Cole earlier this week, you know, after all that rain they had, the mound was not in great shape. Uh, basically, it was a, a, a hill of clay with a bunch of uh, – uh, field dry on top of it so it was slip sliding away if you will and that's tough for anybody you know but an experienced pitcher like we have in our league here is tough on these guys to pitch in that kind of circumstance and uh, playing being on a good mound tonight i'm sure he'll and obviously being at home you feel at home because you pitched off of it during the season a lot oh, definitely a, cha a championship atmosphere here from ivy watson field starting the game Almost uh, an hour later than usual, starting at 7.15 this evening. We'll start a little later than that, the way it looks like right now here. But use from four umpires, that tells yep. you one thing, and the Sunbelt League taking over tonight. Yep. Using, uh, we got one familiar name, Peter Gabriel, behind the plate. Bailey Dutton's at first. Cole uh, McHugh's at second. Wilson Marler at third. Three new names on the bases. Peter has been with us before this year on the at the pl on the plate and uh, on the bases. So uh, they have a little consistency there. He knows the ground rules of the place. Can help out with whatever they need for sure. Difference in the two ballparks down in Columbus. They use the old Meyer League Park, the historic. Golden Park down there with so minor league baseball for so many years. So the 1996 Olympic softball championship, a big ballpark, much bigger here than Ivy Watson. And it'd be interesting to see how the weather plays tonight, how ball travels tonight. Well, you got a little breeze already. It's blowing uh, blowing in right now from center field. And uh, it's, it's, it's not as hot as we've seen the last couple of weeks. It's about 88, 90 degrees uh, with the heat index about two or three degrees warmer than that. The other night we were over 100 on the heat index. And I still think the ball will carry. Uh, they just got putting some water on the field a little bit to wetten it down, damp it, and get the dust off of it. So it's in good shape tonight. But I think we'll still have a good game. No, no rain expected, a high sky, there's some filtering clouds up there. But, you know, you're talking the difference between 365 and 4, what, 410, 415? 415 to center yeah. field. So 50 more feet out to center field, 325 down the lines here in Gainesville. So, uh, you know, a good little poke will knock it out. We've seen that this season. Hopefully that will benefit Gainesville tonight. I know Commissioner Todd Pratt's got to be excited because your two best teams during the regular season are playing for the championship. Yeah, exactly. Two best teams are playing here in the championship game. And ideally for Gainesville, they're in a great situation because they did win down there on, on Wednesday, Mike. They're playing at home for the championship tonight on their home field. It's like playing at tennis. You take away home field advantage. Here we are with a chance now win on your home field. Exactly. You can win it on your home field. And, you know, they that would tickle the Gainesville squad uh, more than anything. I know Coach Owens and Coach Carmen and, and uh, John Mark Owens would love to do that tonight. Uh, here we are getting ready for the first pitch of the nice ball game. 
Getting ready now for the starting batting orders. And with that, here's Joe Gailey. For the Columbus Chattahoots, they're 24-8 on the season. They'll lead off playing right field. Number one, Zane Ross. Batting second, the center uh, catcher, excuse me, number 10, Ellis Yon. Batting third, the first baseman, number 24, Connor O'Neill. At third base, number 33, the cleanup hitter, Walt McConnell. Batting fifth, the second baseman, number six, Parker Lester. Batting sixth, the left fielder, 22, Jonathan Manabusen. The extra hitter batting seventh, batting uh, number 13, Carter Schmidt. Batting eighth, the shortstop, number 25, Jake Corville. And batting ninth, the center fielder, number three, Jack Whitmer. Pitching tonight for Columbus, Will Turner. He'll wear number two for the Hoots. For your home standing goal diggers, 23-9 and nine on the season. Leading off, playing center field, number nine, Brandon Prince. Batting second, playing second base, number six, Matt Rose. The extra hitter, number 26, Corey Collins. The first base, the cleanup hitter, number 18, Riley Stanford. Batting fifth, the catcher, number 16, Kale Strickland. At shortstop, batting sixth, number four, Bryce Roddy. At third base, batting seventh, number 27, David Lewis. Batting eighth, the left fielder, number 20, Zach Zara. And batting ninth, the right fielder, number 15, Theo Bryant. Pitching tonight for the Gold Diggers, number 19, Cole Munhall. Tonight, you'll have the Chattahoots in black tops with the silver, or uh, yep, silver with some red trim and gray, dark gray pants for Gainesville, all in black with the gold and red trim, the black hats with the gold brims for the homestanding Gold Diggers tonight, Mike. Looking for a big crowd to come on hand. You still got time to be with us this evening here from Ivy Watson Field. And hope you'll be with us here on 97.5 Glory FM live video stream on the Gold Diggers YouTube channel. Thanks, everyone, who tuned in to our broadcast back on Monday night. Had a huge turnout. We appreciate everyone tuning in to hear this Sunbelt League championship game, hopefully for the home team here as the Gold Diggers play host to the Columbus Chattahoots. And they've developed quite a rivalry the three years these two teams have played, Joe. They have, and it's, you know you got some good players on both sides as the top two teams in the league over the past three or four years, and so you're going to develop that rivalry as you play each other for sure. That's going to be the sixth time these two teams have played this year. They played the other team in Columbus, the Monsters, seven times this year, so they know about the teams down in Columbus. Yeah, know about the Columbus, know about the field down there. It's almost like they're, extra, they're, they're home away from home, if you will, even though you don't want to call it that. <laughs> Uh, you have Micah Owings against Steve Smith, Gold Diggers, and the Chattahoots. We're back after this two-minute timeout as we bring you Sunbelt League Playoff Baseball, the championship game between Gainesville and Columbus on 97.5 Glory FM. Murphy's Law says if something can go wrong, it will, like your air conditioning going out on the hottest day yet. But Brooks Law says don't wait in the heat. I'm Brooke with Conditioned Air Systems. And if your air stops working this summer, you have two choices. Wait a while until someone else can get there or call us anytime for fast service. So if you don't like to wait, especially in a hot house, remember to obey Brooks Law. Call us at 1-800-AC-REPAIR. Conditioned air systems and train, keeping North Georgia comfortable. Talking with Charlie King with King Green, and Charlie, we've really got wallop with that cold weather. We really did. There's a lot of tree and shrub damage out there. Most of that is temporary, and it'll come back, but there's going to be some dead plants this year. 
Give us a call. Let us come out. We'll do an evaluation. We'll check your shrubbery. We'll see what's damaged and what's not. And then we can make a decision on whether to prune or replace. Get it done and get it done right with King Green. Find them at kinggreen.com or 770-536-7611. I know you have lots of outdoor plans for the summer, but make sure you take care of yourself with a trip to Riverside Pharmacy. They have everything you need from sunscreen to suntan lotion to the things you need to soothe those horrible sunburns. Plus, they have all of the over-the-counter and prescription needs for those pesky summertime allergies and colds. So before you hit the road for your vacation, make sure you stop by Riverside Pharmacy across from City Park, serving Gainesville for over 60 years. The Gainesville Gold Diggers want to thank all of the fans for making this season a success. The Gold Diggers are looking for their second straight Sun Belt League championship, and they are thankful for all of the support of the local community. Thank you very much for coming to the games, listening to the radio broadcast, and watching the games on YouTube this season. The goal is to win another Sun Belt League championship for the fans in Gainesville. Micah Owings and Richie Casper say thank you to all of the sponsors of the team and all of the Gold Diggers fans for another successful season. The Gainesville Gold Diggers play here on 97.5 Glory FM WGTJ. And we are back here from Ivy Watson Baseball Field along with Joe Gailey. Mike Warford with you here all season long bringing you Gold Diggers Baseball on 97.5 Glory FM with a live video stream on the Gold Diggers YouTube channel. And this one seems like a almost like a major league game, Joe. It does feel that way a lot, Mike. But it, uh, you got the Chris Stapleton here tonight singing the national anthem, getting us all started. And our players are ready to go. We're going to have a first pitch. I think we've got, uh, if I remember correctly, Antoine yeah, Welch. There he is. Antoine Welch will be doing the. First pitch tonight. Antoine, local guy, folks may remember him, played his high school ball at East Hall State Championship, then played up it for the uh, racers of Murray State. Murray State went to the uh, March Madness a couple of times, and he's been at Gainesville High for the last 16 years as a teacher and administrator. So glad to have Antoine tonight leading leading us off with that throwing out the first pitch. An outstanding athlete, Joe. Yes, he was at East Hall. You and I saw a lot of his games, probably most of them back in the days when he played. I believe he played for uh, Seth, did he not? Yes, he did. Yep. He's looking in and getting his sign. And he will throw it just a little bit outside. Bounced it up. And Antoine Welch, Owen Gunyan, caught the first pitch. So, we're ready to play ball now after that. Good job. And we're ready to play some ball. Umpires are chatting over here to the side, giving each other a fist bump. They'll be scattering out to their positions. Peter Gabriel behind the plate. Bailey Dutton at first. Cole McHugh at second. And Wilson Marler at third. They are in their black tops, gray pants with their black help. Hats, the umpires are, so that way you've got what everybody's wearing tonight. Cole Munhall, nine games, 38 and two-thirds innings, 3-0 and on the season, 3.02 ERA, 43 strikeouts and 20 walks on the season for the Gold Diggers. Defensively for the Diggers, 
Left to right in the outfield, Zach Zara will start in left. Brandon Prince in center. Theo Bryant in right this evening. Third round of first. David Lewis at third. Bryce Roddy at short. Matt Rose at second. And Riley Stanford at first. And the battery, Kale Strickland will do behind the plate tonight. Along with Cole Munhall, the right-hander, will be on the hill for the Gold Diggers. Columbus, Joe, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, excuse me, Joe. I was going to say, good job. I was going to say, Cole, for him, Joe, to be effective tonight, he's got to stay consistent. He always has like one inning where he loses it. Tonight, he needs to go that way all the way through the ball game. He, he, needs, he needs to be consistent up to, up to about the eighth inning, <laughs> seventh or eighth inning. Do like uh, our buddy Jonah Walker did the other night and pitch about 88 pitches and go, go into the seventh inning, sixth, seventh inning, and then let the pin come in there and do it and go ahead and get some runs for him early. That's what we'd like to see, the right-hander on the hill. Jonah from Cumming, Georgia, plays his college ball. Not Jonah, but Cole, excuse me. From Cumming, Georgia, plays his college ball at Tulane University. Columbus, the Chattahoots, 24-8 and eight on the season. Lead off tonight, Zane Ross, Ellis Yawn, Connor O'Neill will bat one, two, and three for the Chattahoots. Yeah, Cole plays at North Greenville. Mm. That's right. He's tra- Yep, yep. He'll be in North Greenville this year. I'll change that out. Number one, right fielder, Zane. Thank you for reminding me on the old roster I've got. It's got still got that one. Zane Ross will bat left-handed in right field. Ross on the season, batting 302 coming into tonight. 32 for 106, 21 RBIs, no home runs. He was 0 for 4 on Wednesday night, Mike. He stands in. Cole looks in to get his get his sign. Here's the pitch. Strike called outside corner. 0-1. Good start for the Gold Diggers. Keep it up. It's starting at 7:24 Eastern time tonight. About nine minutes later than what we thought, but hey, that's all right. Means we'll finish in the cool. A little breeze blowing out. Here's the 0-1. High pop up. Going to be in foul territory. Third baseman's going over. He made a grab. What a play. Lewis. Yeah, Lewis came over there, and he slipped as he got his hand on the railing of the third base dugout of of the Chattahoots and had to lean back, kind of slipped, lost his balance, and got the glove out there and made the catch. Great play by David Lewis at third base. And that's what you'll see, the outstanding defense behind Cole Munhall tonight. F5, if you're scoring at home, that'll bring up Ellis Yawn. Ellis was one for three the other night. Yawn. On the season, 264, 24 for 91. The right-hander stands in from Smith's Station, Alabama. First pitch to him, high curveball, 1-0. 365 to center, 325 down the lines here at Ivy Watson. The 1-0 pitch by Munhall, here it is. Lifted foul over the first base side. One and one. Yeah, down in Columbus, you have a historic Golden Park on the shores there of Chattahoochee River here. The shores, you'll see the beautiful Lake Lanier. Exactly right. I think some from the home team hit down in Lake Lanier tonight, don't we? The one-one pitch now with one out. Here it is. Big curveball stayed up high. Sort of kicked the dirt after he landed right there. Didn't like his position, evidently. We came down with it. Two balls, one strike now. On Ellis Yawn. Ellis, the catcher for the Hoots. 
I mentioned one for three on Wednesday night. Scored a couple of runs. The pitch. Foul right back over the top. Two and two. Chattahoots in black tops with the gray with the red orange trim there. And then the dark gray baseball pants. The 2-2 pitch by Cole Munhall. Here it is. Big curveball. All three of his curveballs have stayed up. It's three dolls and two strikes now. Full count to the catcher for Columbus, Ellis Yawn. On deck is Connor O'Neill. Cole coming to the set position. That is signed from Strickland. The pitch. Swung and a missed. Struck him out. Two men up, two men down here in the top of the first with a strikeout. That'll bring up Connor O'Neill, number 24, the first baseman. He was two for four on Wednesday night. O'Neill, the leading hitter for the Hoots on the year, 402, coming in 39 for 97. A dangerous hitter. Yes, he is. Four home runs, 29 RBIs, left-handed hitter. O'Neill from Columbus plays Southeastern Louisiana University for his college ball. First pitch to him by Munhall. Inside, ball one. One and oh. Played him a tad bit to the shift right there. They played him all year. You've got our shortstop Roddy over about two steps from being right behind the bag. It's second. Third baseman Lewis over about where the shortstop would normally play. That one's lifted foul, or a high and deep over in the left field is foul, that it's going to be out of play by about five or eight feet down there. And Zach Zara gave it a run, but ran out of space. Well, the infield played him to pull, outfield not. Theo, of course, Theo Bryan and Ryan's got long strides. Right, our center and left, both are playing regular positions for the left-hander, O'Neill. The 1-1 pitch now by Munhall. Here it is. Inside, same as the first pitch, 2-1. and one. If the thing for Theo out in right field played deep. Yep. Two balls, one strike. Two men out here, top of the first. Championship of the Sun Belt League here in Georgia. Here's the pitch. High and out into the outfield. Roddy comes over. Or Zara, excuse me, Rada, Zara came over, made the grab for out number three. And they'll do it for the Hoots here in the first inning of play for Columbus. No runs, no hits, no errors, no one left on base. At the end of a half inning of play, it's Columbus nothing, and the Gold Diggers are coming to bat. 80, 85, 90, 95? No, that's not the temperature outside. That's inside your house if your A.C. dies. How well do you think you'll sleep that night? Hi, this is Brooke from Conditioned Air Systems, and if you want a good night's sleep all the time, call Conditioned Air Systems for a complete tune-up by one of our certified technicians. That way, when the temperature goes up, it will only be outside. Call 1-800-AC-REPAIR or visit ConditionedAirSystems.com. Conditioned Air Systems and Train, keeping North Georgia cool. Charlie King is with us from King Green. And, Charlie, if we don't want to be an involuntary blood donor, what do we need to do this year? Well, call King Green, of course. Our mosquito program is ongoing. We take care of the mosquitoes in your outdoor living areas and keep those safe, hospitable, and 
Keep most of the mosquitoes out. It really works. It's a great program. Give us a buzz. Make your time outdoors more comfortable with help from King Green. Check them out today, kinggreen.com, or just give them a call, 770-536-7611. Gainesville Gold Diggers Baseball is on 97.5 Glory FM, WGTJ. And back here at Ivy Watson Baseball Field, join Mike with you. Bottom of the first inning of play. Good job, Cole, in the first inning. The Hoots go down in order. One, two, three. Will Turner will be doing the pitching for Columbus here in the bottom of the first inning. Will Turner, nine games on the season, 40 and one-third innings, 6-0 and record, 51-18 is strikeout to walk ratio in a .66 ERA. The left-hander from Hartsell, Alabama. Defensively for the Chattahoots, left to right, Jonathan Manabusen is in left. Jake Whitmer in center, Zane Ross in right. Walt McConnell at third, Jake Corville is short. Parker Lester is at second. Connor O'Neill is at first. On the battery, Will Turner, as I said, your pitcher. Ellis Yon is the catcher for the Hoots tonight. Batting for Gainesville here in the first inning, Brandon Prince, Matt Rose, Corey Collins, I'd love to see Stanford, Strickland, Roddy, Lewis, Zara, and Bryant here in the first inning, too, for the Gold Diggers. Brandon Prince was one for three on Wednesday night. Center fielder from Bremen, Georgia, wears number nine. Brandon on the season. Comes in tonight at 3.33, Mike. And a great leadoff hitter, too. He has been. He's been a really good leadoff hitter all season long. And hopefully... Hopefully he can keep it going tonight for sure. That's what we'd like to see anyway. Right-hander awaits the first pitch from Turner. Turner, the left-hander, wheels and deals. High pop-up over here to the first base side. Both guys giving it a chase, and it'll be out of play. 0-1 now. And you'll notice, Joe, that Bryce, uh, Danner Prince, Brandon Prince is a first pitch swinging guy. Yes, he is. Pitcher trots back up. Number two will turn. Left-hander, as I said, from Hartsell, Alabama. Plays college ball at Auburn. Brandon will be, be checking into school next week at Mercer next Friday and have one more year of eligibility down there. Good luck to him. Here's the pitch. Curveball hit between the three and four for a base hit. Nice piece hit and went the other way with it by Brandon Prince. A leadoff hit for the Gold Diggers. The second baseman, number six. Matt Rose. Matt Rose, Rose comes in as the number two hitter on the squad at 404 on the season, Mike. 38 for 94. The second baseman from Clearwater, Florida, had a tough night the other night. He was 0 for 5, struck out a couple of times. He wants to get untracked here at home tonight. Get on base maybe four or five times, six or seven, whatever we need. See what he can do here. Brandon Prince is on first, leadoff man on. Bottom of the first inning, no score from Ivy Watson. Goes to first, a little throw over. Token throw is barely got it. He kind of flopped in there, but he got back in time. Well, important game, the leadoff hitter on for the Gold Diggers. Now get him around. Alton Hardy. Man's the first base coach's box. And I think the skipper, yeah, Mike Owens down at third right now. Will Turner gets his sign. 
the pitch. Outside, 1-1, 0-1 one oh now. Or Congratulations to the skipper's brother-in-law who got promoted last weekend mm-hmm. was the third-base coach of the Atlanta Braves. Got to do that. That great experience for him last weekend. Mm. Been the skipper with the uh, strippers all year. Yep. The 1-0 pitch. Strike called, 1-1. One one. Matt didn't necessarily like the call, but. Just hit it next time. You won't have to worry about it. One ball, one strike. He looks down to Mike Owens and gets his sign. He'll step back in. Prince on first, being held by their first baseman, O'Neill. Pitch. Round ball right to the pitcher. The pitcher grabs it. Nice stop. Throws on to his shortstop. On to first is not in time. Corville got the relay throw from Turner. Then Corville over to O'Neill was not in time. So Matt Rose... Will be on four uh, first for the fielder's choice. Brandon Prince is out one to six on the put out for one out number one. Nice snag by the pitcher right there, Mike Turner, to glove that one on one hop as it came back up the middle. Yeah, doing his job feeling good position. Now bring up a big stick here for the Gold Diggers. Corey Collins, three for five on Wednesday. Leading hitter on the Gold Diggers roster at 429 coming into the night. An extra hitter for the Diggers. Lifted high out into left field. Third baseman McConnell goes back just out of reach, thank goodness. He dove for it, but it hit about halfway between the foul line and the fence and bounced out of play. Everybody for Gainesville can take a deep breath because it did not get caught. So Corey's got a new life right there. First pitch swinging again there, Mike. You can see a trend. Mm-hmm. Collins, extra hitter from Swanee, Georgia. College ball right down the road in Athens and University of Georgia. Left-hander big guy stands in. 6'4", kid. Big guy, big target. Left-hander awaits the 0-1 pitch. Goes over to first. Back in time is Matt Rose. Turner, the left-hander, looks fairly comfortable out there on the hill. Mikey's in the stretch position. Matt gets about a three-step lead. Two for him, maybe three or four for me. The pitch outside, popped away but not far enough from the catcher, Jan. One ball, one strike now to Corey Collins. On the season, Matt Rose has 11 stolen bases. See what he can do if he can get decent lead with a left-hander pitching. Let's see. The 1-1 pitch to Collins. The pitch started to go outside corner call strike. One and two now. Corey's got a really good eye. I know that he's been hesitant on a lot of those outside pitches to swing because they might be called differently in College ball. One-two count now to Collins. Protect the plate right here, young man. Goes over to first again. Matt Rose back in plenty of time. Well, Matt's doing his job, Joe, making Turner think about him. Mm-hmm. He certainly is. So the more you think about him, the less you're going to think about Collins. Yep, Riley Stanford's on deck for the Gold Diggers. Turner comes set. The one-two. 
Swung on a miss, struck him out for out number two. Fastball on the outside part of the plate. Broke away from Corey. Two men out now. Matt Rose still on first. Riley Stanford, one for four the other night. First baseman for the Diggers tonight. Where's number 18? Will stand in. The right-hander, like I said, one for four the other night. Has done an excellent job being the cleanup hitter now for the Gold Diggers. 346 on the season. First pitch to Riley. Swung and a missed. Strike one. He sort of took over that position after Jeremiah Boyd was drafted. Mm -hmm. Jeremiah wound up finishing out at 308 on the season. The 0 1 pitch now. Here it is. High chopper, third baseman. Oh, a good scoop down there by third base. Those on to first. McConnell to O'Neill for out number three. And they'll do it for the Gold Diggers here in the first inning for Gainesville. No runs, one hit, no errors, one man left on base. At the end of one, it is no score. Columbus nothing. Gainesville nothing as you're tuned to Gold Diggers baseball on 97.5 Glory FM. I know you have lots of outdoor plans for the summer, but make sure you take care of yourself with a trip to Riverside Pharmacy. They have everything you need from sunscreen to suntan lotion to the things you need to soothe those horrible sunburns. Plus, they have all of the -the over-the-counter and prescription needs for those pesky summertime allergies and colds. So before you hit the road for your vacation, make sure you stop by Riverside Pharmacy across from City Park, serving Gainesville for over 60 years. The Gainesville Gold Diggers want to thank all of the fans for making this season a success. The Gold Diggers are looking for their second straight Sunbelt League championship, and they are thankful for all of the support of the local community. Thank you very much for coming to the games, listening to the radio broadcast, and watching the games on YouTube this season. The goal is to win another Sunbelt League championship for the fans in Gainesville. Micah Owings and Richie Casper say thank you to all of the sponsors of the team and all of the Gold Diggers fans for another successful season. Now back to the game on 97.5 Glory FM. So we go to the top half of the second inning here from Ivy Watson Baseball Field. Join Mike with you again live video stream on the Gold Diggers YouTube channel. You can go to GainesvilleGoldDiggers.com and click on the YouTube channel. A great work by our producer Nathan Landy who's done a great work with our, go, our new website WGTJRadio.com We've got a button that will take you to all of our broadcasts here in 2023. You get a chance to go back and listen to all of the action of the Gold Diggers and their games here in 2023. Looking for a championship this evening. Looking forward to it, Mike. We've got Walt McConnell, Parker Lester, Jonathan Manabusen, the four, five, and six hitters up for Columbus here in the top of the second. Walt McConnell was 0 for 4 the other night. Third baseman wears number 33, McConnell. For them on the season, batting 244 coming into tonight. Right-hander from Midland, Georgia. College ball at Gulf Coast Community College. McConnell stands in against Cole Munhall. Strike on the outside corner, 0-1. Cole looks pretty comfortable out there so far. Needs to keep it up. On the first base side, of the rubber out on the mound. The 0-1 pitch to McConnell. Curveball stayed outside. One and one. One ball, one strike. Top of the second, no score. 
in the Sunbelt League Championship game from Ivy Watson. 1-1. Ground ball out to shortstop. Roddy scoops it up, throws it over to Stanford for out number one. It's one man up, one man down here in the top of the second inning. 6-3 on the putout if you're scoring at home. Parker Lester, second baseman, number six. Over three the other night was Parker. Parker in the season is at 341. He's from Calhoun, Georgia. Another yeah. dangerous hitter, Joe, but we shut him down the other night, thankfully. Yep, he'll be a roommate of our, of our own Brandon Prince at Mercer this fall. Brandon was telling us there in the pregame when he was up. First pitch is a curveball, strike one, nice pitch. 0-1. No balls, one stop. One strike. The 0-1 pitch now from Munhall to Lester. Cole comes set. The pitch. Outside corner, strike two. 0-2 now. Somebody stay ahead of those hitters tonight, Cole. That's what I like. Nice pitch there, Joe. Yes, sir. Keep them off balance all night. The 0-2 pitch from Munhall to Lester. Here it is. Swung on a miss, struck him out. Two strikeouts now on the night for Gainesville pitcher Cole Munhall. Two men up, two men down here in the top of the second. Brings up number 22, Jonathan Manabusen, one for four on Wednesday night. The left fielder for Columbus. Manabusen on the season at 261, the right-hander from Columbus, Georgia. He plays right over the hill here in Emmanuel College, Mike. Jonathan stands in. The left fielder awaits the pitch. There's one out. Going to get over the second baseman's head. Brandon Prince comes on, but it's going to drop in front of him for a base hit. First hit of the night by the number six man, Jonathan Manabusen. Crowd from Columbus cheering him on. Games, we've got a good crowd on the other side tonight also. That'll bring up Carter Schmidt. He's extra hitter tonight. Number 13, Carter. Looks like going to be batting left-handed. Two for three on Wednesday night. Schmidt batting 226 on the season. Schmidt from Glen Allen, Virginia. How'd he get way down here? <laughs> first pitch to him with a runner on first. That's Manabusen. They forward to first. Back in time is Manabusen. Riley Stanford holds him on close. Munhall looks in and gets his sign from Strickland. The pitch. Squared to butt. Fouled it off the third base side. 0 and 1. I was curious to see if it might be swinging the first pitch will run on first base. He squared around a butt late on that, so we'll have to see if David Lewis comes in at all. Yeah, plays about a regular depth right there at third base, maybe even with the bag. Munhall's pitch. Swung on a missed. Strike two. 0 and 2 now to Carter Schmidt. Schmidt steps out for a second. Now he'll step back in. Munhall gets his sign from Strickland. The 0 2 pitch. Here it is. Strike three. Swing and a miss. Struck him out. 
Two strikeouts in the inning for the Columbus Shadowhoods in the second inning. No runs, one hit, no errors. One man left on base. We'll go to the bottom half of the second inning. Still no score. Columbus nothing and Gaines nothing. As you're tuned to the Sunbelt League Championship on 97.5 Glory FM. Murphy's Law says if something can go wrong, it will. Like your air conditioning going out on the hottest day yet. But Brooks Law says don't wait in the heat. I'm Brooke with Conditioned Air Systems. And if your air stops working this summer, you have two choices. Wait a while until someone else can get there or call us anytime for fast service. So if you don't like to wait, especially in a hot house, remember to obey Brooks Law. Call us at 1-800-AC-REPAIR. Conditioned Air Systems and Train, keeping North Georgia comfortable. Charlie King back with us from King Green. And I don't know about you, Charlie, but I've got much better things to do than pull weeds out of my lawn. I heard that. If you don't have weeds, you don't have a lawn. (laughs) Our job is to keep those weeds at bay year-round. Our program works by preventing weeds and by killing those that are already up. Give us a holler. We'd love to come out and take a look at your lawn. Keep it looking good with King Green. Easy to do. Find out more online at kinggreen.com or just give them a call, like Charlie said, at 770-536-7611. The Gainesville Gold Diggers play here on 97.5 Glory FM, WGTJ. We go to the bottom half of the savings. Big hello to Ryan Casper, who has been associated with his team since day one. His brother Richie owns the team. He's been the voice of the Gold Diggers, but due to work responsibilities, Jerry Colley's been our voice, but Ryan is a voice at City Park for the Gainesville football team having their red and white game this evening. Say a big hello to Ryan this evening. Glad you're listening to our broadcast. I know he, I know he would probably be much, much rather be here with us tonight in the press box. Have more fun. This. Have more fun for sure. You up, Kale Strickland, Bryce Roddy, David Lewis here in the bottom of the second. Strickland 0 for 2 on Wednesday night. Catcher tonight for the Gold Diggers. First pitch now from Turner. Here it is. Low, ball one. 1-0. One oh. Strickland from Watkinsville can play his college ball this fall and next spring at Auburn, Alabama. Kill on the season. Batting 308. The 1 0 pitch. Almost hit him. Came inside there 2 0. Two balls, no strikes. Kale Strickland. The gains will catch her. Turner shakes off one sign, takes the next one. The pitch. There's a base hit to the left field. Just out of reach of the shortstop. So Kale leads it off the second with a base hit for the good guys. Now last time the leadoff man got on but did not score. So we do this time around. That brings up the shortstop, Bryce Roddy. Roddy was two for three on Wednesday night. Mike, who wears number four, shortstop from Traveler's Rest. South Carolina plays one of four guys from North Greenville University on the squad. And oddly enough, Roddy Lewis Zara back to back to back and then Munhall pitching. Roddy stands there with that wide-open stance. On bring it up. The left-hander awaits the first pitch. Here it is. Squares to bunt. Hits it foul. Third baseman McConnell was looking for it. He was in on the edge of the grass and came charging. Joe Bryce had a big hit in the seventh inning back on Wednesday night scoring a run. Mm-hmm. No score. One man on base for the Gold Diggers here in the bottom of the second inning. Sunbelt League Championship game. Here at Ivy Watson. 
Turner looks in, gets his sign from Yon. The pitch. Oh, inside out swing, hit it down the third base side, but foul. Now it is 0-2. Didn't sound good come off the bat either. Hit it off the end of the bat, right between the bag and the skipper down at third base. Looks like it probably stuck in there behind the tarp down the third base line right next to the Chattahoots bullpen area. 0-2 pitch now to Bryce. Roddy, the pitch, way outside, wasted one, one and two. Roddy wears number four. Mentioned, I think, 329 on the season, 25 for 76. Home run, 17 RBIs. The one-two pitch to the Gainesville shortstop. Oh, swinging a pitch that drifted away from him. Strikeout, second strikeout of the day for... Turner. The third baseman, number One out now. David Lewis. David, the right-handed hitter from Honoree, South Carolina. Third baseman, number 27. David over two on Wednesday night. Lewis comes into tonight's game at 260. Good stick, though. We've seen him hit the ball with power at times this year. Two home runs. First pitch to him is way high and outside. Catcher, Yon, pulled it down in a hurry. He liked it. I guess he thought Strickland was going to take off, but Kell was close to the back. Infield and outfielder, regular depth, regular positions. Not, not cheating one way or the other. The 1-0 pitch. Here it is. High and foul over the first base dugout. 1-1. One and one. Joe Lewis went the first six innings in the game back on Wednesday when Mike Owings made a, a change and brought Zari in to pinch mm-hmm. hit for him there in that seventh inning. Zara is next. We'll stand up. Here's Lewis, the pitch to Lewis. Foul back to the screen. Now he's one and two. Runner on first, no score here, bottom of the second inning. Still one and two. Pitcher won the new baseball and got one. David Lewis, our third baseman, stands in. Right-handed hitter awaits the one-two pitch from Will Turner. Here it is. A foul again over the top of us here. Still one and two. Those foul balls are worth a free popsicle if you return them to the concession stand. Go get your free popsicle if you're listening to us out there and you're here at the game. Foul balls are a free popsicle. Go get them and bring them back. If you don't like the popsicle, bring it up here to Coach Colley. He'll eat it for sure. The one-two pitch with one out. Here it is. Just missed inside, two and two. On the right-hand side of the plate there. Umpire right on top of it. Saw that one. Two balls, two strikes. Pitcher wanted to call. Did not get it. One man out now. One on here. Bottom of the second inning. No score from Ivy Watson. The pitch by Turner. Here it is. Ground ball foul. The skipper almost made the play. Knocked it down anyway. Well, Joe, we mentioned pitch count here in the playoffs. And right now, the Chattanooga's are having to throw a lot of pitches early. Throwing a few more than 
Cole Munhall is. I'll get with our scorekeeper Al tonight periodically and gets a pitch count after a full inning just to see where both pitchers stand. The 2-2 pitch now to David Lewis. Foul back. Making him throw a lot. I heard Coach Collins say, make him work, and he is. He's making him throw a lot of pitches for sure. Two balls, two strikes. He's fouled a couple off. A little bit of a breeze blowing in. Not as hot as we've seen it here the last couple of weeks, Mac. And with the highs in the mid to upper 90s and hot, hot, hot humidity. The 2-2 pitch awaits David Lewis. Here it is. Swung on a missed. Struck him out. So two strikeout, three strikeouts total now for Turner. Zach Zara comes in now, the left fielder, number 20. Zara on the season at 190. Left-handed hitter playing left field for us tonight. Zach from Greenville, South Carolina. Plays his college ball at North Greenville University. Zach stands in. The pitch. Outside corner call, strike one. It was such a broadcast. You may have never heard of North Greenville, but they are a very, very good baseball program. They've been in, the, in, the, in their division championship for the last few years. Good program. The 0-1 pitch now to Zach Zara. Here it is. Swung and a missed. Big pitch that drifted away from Zach as it, Zach as it came across there. And big cut from Zach. 0-2 now. Theo Bryant would be next. Turner looks in and gets his sign from Jan. The 0-2 pitch. Swung and a miss. Struck him out. So he strikes out the side here in the bottom of the second inning, but the Gold Diggers do get one man on with a hit. We'll go to the top half of the third inning of play here in this championship game. It is Gainesville nothing, Columbus nothing. Is your tune to 97.5 Glory FM. I know you have lots of outdoor plans for the summer, but make sure you take care of yourself with a trip to Riverside Pharmacy. They have everything you need from sunscreen to suntan lotion to the things you need to soothe those horrible sunburns. Plus, they have all of the over-the-counter and prescription needs for those pesky summertime allergies and colds. So before you hit the road for your vacation, make sure you stop by Riverside Pharmacy across from City Park, serving Gainesville for over 60 years. The Gainesville Gold Diggers want to thank all of the fans for making this season a success. The Gold Diggers are looking for their second straight Sun Belt League championship, and they are thankful for all of the support of the local community. Thank you very much for coming to the games, listening to the radio broadcast, and watching the games on YouTube this season. The goal is to win another Sun Belt League championship for the fans in Gainesville. Micah Owings and Richie Casper say thank you to all of the sponsors of the team and all of the Gold Diggers fans for another successful season. Gainesville Gold Diggers Baseball is on 97.5 Glory FM WGTJ. And thanks to all the fans tuning into our broadcast evening. We'd love to hear from you. You can send a text message to us. Our text line is 678-928-1826-678-928-1826-32. No score between Columbus and Gainesville, and game two is best of three for the Sun Belt League Championship. Gainesville leads the series one game to none, trying to go ahead and win it at home tonight. 
For the Chattahoops here in the top of the third, they'll have eight, nine, and one coming to the play. Jake Corville, Jack Widmer, and Zane Ross. Corville, one for two on Wednesday night. And Corville on the season, batting 216. Corville, a right-handed hitter. Play shortstop for the Hoots. Runners number 25 from Columbus, Georgia. Mikey plays at the big school, University of New Orleans. Corville stands in. Third inning work from our pitcher, Cole Munhall, looks in the pitch. There's a fly ball head into right field. Phil Brown will trot over. Close to the line, makes the basket catch for out number one. F9, if you're scoring at home, out number one. Brings up Jack Whitmer, the number nine man in the lineup. 0 for 1 on Wednesday night. Whitmer on the season, batting 160 from Griffin, Georgia. Jacksonville State University is his college of choice. Where's number three, the right-handed hitter, playing center field for the Chattahoots this evening. The pitch by Munhall, here it is. Squared to bunt, hit it right, stayed behind him. Oh, man, took a – I thought catcher Strickland thought it was going to be in front, but it came down and hit the back part of the plate and foul right between his and the umpire's legs for strike number one. A one count now on Jack Whitmer. Zane Ross, the leadoff hitter, is on deck. The 0-1 pitch by Cole Munhall. Here it is. A little high. One and one. He kind of knows what he's doing after he throws one high like that. He goes out and corrects it usually on the next pitch. His positioning on the mound and everything. The 1-1 pitch now. To Whitmer, here it is. Swung and a miss. Strike two. One and two. Good job coming back, making that correction. Mm-hmm. Brought a little heat on that one. Brought it up there nicely. Kale Strickland giving the signs down there. I think he's getting them from the dugout. The one-two pitch to Whitmer. Hit foul over the first base side. One ball, two strikes. As far as I know, all season long, Joe, Chris Carpenter calling the pitches for mm-hmm. the Gold Diggers get dugout. I think he does. Chris here on the home games. The one-two pitch now to Whitmer. Here it is. Curveball. And he came down. He knew that one was outside, way outside when he threw it. Two dolls, two strikes now to the Chattahoots center fielder, Jack Whitmer. No score. Top of the third inning. Gainesville's out hit them. Two to one. Whitmer waits the pitch. Curveball. Strike three called. Inside corner. Got him with a curveball. Nice one by Cole Munhall. And I was about to say, Joe, need to throw the curveball for the strike, and he did a good job there to get Whitmer out. Whitmer, Whitmer looked up in a hurry down to his third base coach and kind of in disbelief. And guess what? It was a strike, young man. So out number two. Brings up the leadoff hitter, Zane Ross. He got a lazy, well, it wasn't really lazy. He just, just kind of stuck his bat out, made contact, and hit over right almost. Great play made by, by David Lewis right outside the third base dugout in the top of the first inning for the first out of the game. So first, second time around, see how Cole pitches him this time around. Way outside on that first pitch, 0-1. Ross on the season at 3-0-2 before that first at bat. Goes out and gets him a little rosin on his hand. Kicks some dirt away. Kind of mad at himself right there on that pitch. 
Cole stands in. The 1-0 pitch to Ross. Here it is. Outside, 2-0. Two, two balls, no strikes to the leadoff man. From Albany, Georgia, Albany State University. Stay close to home for his college ball. The 2-0 pitch. Here it is. Fouled over the third base side, but out of play. Two balls, one strike. Everybody a regular depth. Riley Stanford playing about a step, maybe a step and a half just inside the grass. Now he backs up to the edge of the outfield grass. The 2-1 pitch now by Cole Munhall to Zane Ross. High, 3-1. Three balls, one strike, two men out. Top of the third inning. Ellis Yon would be next for the Hoots. Munhall looks in and gets his sign. Here's the pitch. Outside, walks him. First walk by either squad today. Joel, we got a chance here. Let's pause 10 seconds for station identification. You're tuned to Gold Diggers Baseball. 97.5 Glory FM is WGTJ Murrayville Gainesville and W248DL Murrayville Gainesville. Now the walk for the Chattahoos gives them a runner down first. First walk of the day by either squad. Ellis Yawn, one for three. Wednesday, 0 for one tonight. Stands in from Smith Station, Alabama, uh, Alabama, and plays at Wallace Community College for his college ball. First pitch is outside to Strickland. The battery mate of Cole Munall. If Cole will go out now, or Kell will go out now, talk to Cole. And there comes uh, Chris Carpenter. Well, the one thing I've already noticed, Joe, he's taking a little too much time in between pitches. Uh, Chris is not walking slowly tonight to the hill. He's coming out in a hurry to talk about it. Let him know what's going on and seeing what he is doing wrong mechanic-wise. I see him. He's looking up with his left hand, Carpenter and giving some good instruction out there. These young guys get invaluable instruction from Coach Owens and Coach Carpenter, don't they? Absolutely. And Coach John Mark Owens. John Mark's out there with them too. Yes, he is. And uh, the, the, this just invaluable instruction for these young guys. We had three former major, major leaguers. Who else can say that in the Sun Belt League? Exactly. Exactly. Carp gets his point across. He'll walk back off the field about as fast as he came out. Umpire trotted out, and as usual, by the time he gets there, Chris turns around, heads back to the bull, to the dugout. So Jan stands in, one ball, no strike count on him. Cole Munhall got a bug flying around him out there saying, get out of here, bug. The 1-0 pitch now with two outs and a runner on first. That's Ross. Here's the pitch. High pop-up. Matt Rose, I think, is drifting out to make the grab. Theo Bryant comes in. Theo will make the grab for out number three. And that'll do it for the Hoots here in the third inning of play for Columbus. No runs, no hits, no errors. One man left on base will go to the bottom of the third inning. Still a no score. Columbus nothing. Gainesville nothing. Your turn to Gold Diggers Baseball on 97.5 Glory FM. 80, 85, 90, 95? No, that's not the temperature outside. That's inside your house if your AC dies. How well do you think you'll sleep that night? 
Hi, this is Brooke from Conditioned Air Systems, and if you want a good night's sleep all the time, call Conditioned Air Systems for a complete tune-up by one of our certified technicians. That way, when the temperature goes up, it will only be outside. Call 1-800-AC-REPAIR or visit ConditionedAirSystems.com. Conditioned Air Systems and Train, keeping North Georgia cool. Charlie King from King Green back with us, and we're talking about making sure your lawn has grass in it, but not weeds. How do we do that? Call King Green. Right now, most lawns have some weeds. We've had a lot of rain. The weeds are growing. King Green has the right system and the right products to get those weeds out of your lawn, get it healthy, get it green, get it moving for the year. Yeah, you can do post and pre-emergent, right? Absolutely. Yeah, check them out. King Green online, kinggreen.com. On the phone, 770-536-7611. Call them today. The Gainesville Gold Diggers play here on 97.5 Glory FM, WGTJ. We go to the home half of the third inning here from Ivy Watsonville. Game two of this best of three playoff series where the Gold Diggers lead the series one game to none. Due up for the Diggers, 9-1-2. Theo Bryant, Brandon Prince, Matt Rose here in the bottom of the third inning. Will Turner struck out four. And so has our own Cole Munhall in his three innings of work. Let's see what Turner can do here in the bottom of the third inning. Bryant, one for three on Wednesday night. Right fielder, number 15, plays his college ball at Tennessee Tech. And Theo batting 209 coming into tonight. Started hitting the ball a little bit better here lately. He's 14 of 67. Three home runs, 17 RBIs. And Joey's hit Wednesday night was a two-run hit, a big one for yep. the Gold Diggers. They came back by 5-1 deficit win, 8-5. to five. If I remember reading the box score, right, he was credited with three RBIs. Yes, he was. On uh, Wednesday night also. So yes, he was. Big night, good night for Theo. Like I said, he's out in the outfield with that speed. He just glides along out in the outfield, and he has showed there in that last inning with that. High pop-up over Matt Rose's head, and he just came trotting in and made the grab. Theo will stand in. First batter here in the third inning. There's an inside-out swing, head over into right field, but the right fielder had him played perfectly. Zane Ross for out number one. First pitch swinging, but he hit it right at Ross. Which is so how the ball carried, though, Joe, didn't because he didn't get the the best swing with all that inside-out swing. Yep. It went a long way. It did. It went out out medium way out there, and he had to come over towards the – line to make the grab Ross did but he did wasn't that strong of a swing by Theo. Brandon Prince now singled and then was put out with a fielder's choice his last time up. He'll stand in. First pitch to him by a turn. Here it is. Fouled off there at home plate. 0-1. Brandon comes around there and walks behind the umpire and Comes back up, gets his sign from the skipper, Mike Owens. He and the catcher have a chat with each other, and now they'll stand in. Brandon will. Here's the pitch. Swung on a missed. 0-2. No balls, two strikes to Brandon Prince, our center fielder. Play his college ball this fall and next spring at Mercer. University. The 0-2 pitch from Turner. Up and in. 
one and two. One ball, two strikes. Bottom of the third inning, one man out. No score from Ivy Watson in this Sunbelt League championship game. The one-two pitch from Turner to Prince. Here it is. High, deep. Did he get enough? Go ball, go ball, go ball. Nope, not enough. He stops just shy of the fence to his manibution and makes the grab for out number two. Gave it a pretty good ride, just not enough out into left center for out number two, Brandon Prince. Matt Rose, our second baseman, hit into the fielder's choice his first time up. And he is due. He is due. 404 coming in. Fielder's choice his first time up, 0 for 1 now in this game. 38 for 90, or yeah, 38 for 95 now. Stands in, awaits the pitch. Ground ball scooped up by the third baseman, McConnell made two nice scoops, throws over to first to O'Neill for out number three. And go to the Giggers here in the third inning of play. No runs, no hits, no errors, no one left on base at the end of three. Still no score. Columbus nothing, Gainesville nothing. You're tuned to Gold Diggers Baseball on 97.5 Glory FM. I know you have lots of outdoor plans for the summer, but make sure you take care of yourself with a trip to Riverside Pharmacy. They have everything you need from sunscreen to suntan lotion to the things you need to soothe those horrible sunburns. Plus, they have all of the -the over-the-counter and prescription needs for those pesky summertime allergies and colds. So before you hit the road for your vacation, make sure you stop by Riverside Pharmacy across from City Park, serving Gainesville for over 60 years. The Gainesville Gold Diggers want to thank all of the fans for making this season a success. The Gold Diggers are looking for their second straight Sunbelt League championship, and they are thankful for all of the support of the local community. Thank you very much for coming to the games, listening to the radio broadcast, and watching the games on YouTube this season. The goal is to win another Sunbelt League championship for the fans in Gainesville. Micah Owings and Richie Casper say thank you to all of the sponsors of the team and all of the Gold Diggers fans for another successful season. Now, back to the game on 97.5 Glory FM. We go to the top of the fourth inning here. And Joe, give you an idea. Earlier today, the Atlanta Braves were playing the Chicago Cubs at Wrigley Field. Max Fried on the mound making his first start in appearance since May. Both he and the starting pitcher for the Cubs Retired the first time in the face, but then the Braves broke it open yep. in the fourth inning with seven runs. See what the Diggers can do in their at-bat here in the fourth. Let's see what Cole Munhall can do here in the fourth inning. Yep. Cole, it's, uh, after three innings, they're one pitch apart. Munhall's thrown 36 pitches, Turner 35, both after three innings. Due up, you've got the three, four, and five guys for the Hoots, O'Neill, McConnell, and Lester. O'Neill flew out to... Zach Zari is first time up. The left-hander stands up inside for ball one, one and oh. Tell you, Joe, without keeping up just the, the naked eye, you would have thought that Turner had a lot more pitches thrown than that. Yeah, exactly. Thought he had. He's working slow. I think that's what kind of misleads us a little bit on it. The one oh pitch, ground ball. Matt Rose comes over, will make the grab. Throw over to high, throw over to Riley Stanford. But Riley using that long frame to get the out. 4-3 on the putout for out number one. 
That's an important out for Cole here to get that yep. first man out in the fourth inning. That's been a trouble inning for him, fourth and fifth inning throughout the season. Tosses that ball out, gets another one, brings up Walt McConnell. Walt grounded out to Bryce Roddy his first time up. He was 0 for 4 on Wednesday night. McConnell, the third baseman, wears number 33, right-handed hitter from Midland, Georgia. Stands in. Munhall's pitch. There's one to rally on the fly out, number two. Kind of a lazy line drive, and Riley sucked the glove up, made the grab, L, L3 if you're scoring at home for out number two. Parker Lester struck out his first time up. Six, Lester, Lester over three the other night and on the season, batting 341 coming in, left-handed hitter. He is the second baseman, long, lanky kid. There's number six for the Hoots. Munhall looks in, gets his sign. The pitch. Up high, 1-0. He shakes his head at his catcher Strickland right after the pitch so he knows what he did wrong on the delivery. Yeah. 1-0 pitch to Lester. That one's way inside, almost caught the shoulder, 2-0. Two balls, no strikes, and Lester turns around and looks at the Gainesville bench and grins. These guys know each other from playing college ball throughout the season and in summer ball, playing each other, as Mike said, six times this year. The 2-0, swung and a missed, 2-1. and one. Think about, too, Joe, how long was a year has been for these baseball players? Playing for the college, almost 50, 60 games, now yep. playing 30-plus here during the summer. It's a lot of baseball, but, you know, these guys love it. Now, honestly, they really, really do enjoy baseball. They wouldn't be out here if they didn't. Um, the 2-1 pitch, swung and a miss, strike two, two and two now. And it is a lot of baseball. You know, we talk about travel ball playing 100 games during the season, and that's about what these guys will do. You think about it oh, from January 1 to December 1 when, the, when you count their fall ball because now most teams can play five or eight games in the fall. They'll have 100 games under the belt by the time December rolls around and start it all over again in early February. The 2-2 pitch. Big curveball, just a little high, 3-2. and two. Similar to you and I, we'll have over 100 broadcasts of local sports here on 97.5 Glory FM here in 2023. You know, and my throwing arm's still in good shape. So, I mean, I'm, I'm in good shape from uh, getting through all these games. For your age, you're in great shape. Uh, for my age, I'm in good shape. Yes, sir. The payoff pitch by Cole Munhall. Here it is. Curveball, strike three call. Got him. That'll do it for the Hoots here in the fourth inning of play. No runs, hits or errors, no one left on base. Let's go to the bottom of the fourth inning. Still no score. Columbus nothing and Gainesville nothing. It's your two to Gold Diggers Baseball on 97.5 Glory FM. Murphy's Law says if something can go wrong, it will. Like your air conditioning going out on the hottest day yet. But Brooks Law says don't wait in the heat. I'm Brooke with Conditioned Air Systems. And if your air stops working this summer, you have two choices. Wait a while until someone else can get there or call us anytime for fast service. So if you don't like to wait, especially in a hot house, remember to obey Brooks Law. Call us at 1-800-AC-REPAIR. Conditioned air systems and train, keeping North Georgia comfortable. Charlie King is with us from King Green. And Charlie, I often hear you talk about aeration. I'm wondering, why is that so important for the lawn? Aeration relieves compaction in these heavy clay soils. It'll also let some roots grow. 
It just makes your lawn healthier and happier all year long. Please give us a call when you can at 770-536-7611 or kinggreen.com. Take care of it, folks, because they know what they're doing. Over 35 years locally owned and operated by this guy right here. Gainesville Gold Diggers Baseball is on 97.5 Glory FM, WGTJ. Joe and Mike with you here from Ivy Watson Field on the shores of Lake Lanier as the Gainesville Gold Diggers, the number two team in the Sunbelt League in 2023, taking on the regular season champions, the Columbus Chattahoots, and we've got a pitcher's battle tonight. No score through three and a half. Three, four, and five new up for the Gold Diggers. Corey Collins, Riley Stanford, Kill Strickland here in the bottom of the third inning. This uh, bottom of the fourth inning, excuse me, the top of the fourth was just what Coleman Hall needed. Mike was a good, good, I say easy, a good good fourth inning, one, two, three inning for him. Corey Collins, 0 for 1, struck out his first time. He was three for five on Wednesday. UGA guy, left-hander, will stand in. Where's number 26 for the Diggers? First pitch to Corey's outside. Joe, to me, the big thing for Cole in the fourth inning of play, it was a quick inning with very few pitches. Yep, exactly. I think you needed that here in the middle, if you will, of the game. The 1-0 pitch. A strike called outside corner. 1-1 one one now. Yep. 1-1 one pitch now to Collins. Turner looks in, gets his sign from Yon. Here it is. Outside. Two balls, one strike. Two and one. To Corey Collins. Collins stands in, awaits the pitch. Oh, big swing and a miss. The curveball that broke right there to the last second. Two balls, two strikes. On Collins now. I was about to say he hits the ball hard. If he hit that yes. one, it would a long way. Yes, sir, it would have. <laughs> Hopefully he'll do that on this next pitch. be nice for him to get a long line drive hit. Preferably over the fence. The 2-2 pitch. High fly ball, deep left field, right field. That ball is way out of here, ladies and gentlemen. A digger, dinger for Corey Collins. So he got another chance. And he took it deep in the Gold Diggers' lead, one nothing in the bottom of the fourth. If that rascal's not in the pond, I don't know, because he, he crushed it, and he had to hit the the uh, road down there and bounce out. So, Corey. The, the pond we call Casper Cove here right. for the owner. Riley Stanford now comes up. A team has the lead. Gainesville, one nothing here in the bottom of the fourth. Riley grounded out third to first his first time up. Well, Riley, Joe, I'm excuse sorry. me, Joe. Earlier today, you know, the Braves went back to back. Yep. That's what Just saying. There's one in between three and four. Hall, oh, get through. It won't the second baseman, but Riley beat it out. Yes, sir. Pull the man off the bag, and Riley beat it out at the same time. So, a infield hit. Riley lumbering down the the baseline and made the base hit. Say beep beep. <laughs> yeah, the road runner just beat that one out down there. Good job. The second baseman had to go a long way to his left, Mike. By the time he got it and got his feet under him and threw it, it pulled the first baseman off, but it's still a base hit for for our Riley Stanford first baseman. Kel Strickland will stand in now. Kel, one for one on the evening. Nobody out, bottom of the fourth inning. Squared the bunt. Pitch was high. 
McConnell charging hard at third base for the hoops. But how do you see that, Joe? A lot of times if somebody squares a bunt, the pitcher will throw it high. Yep. That's what happened right then. I think, I think it looks like John Mark's down there coaching third base right now. How about that? The skipper let him do it the other night, throw over to first. Thanks, Riley. Scamper back into first. Well, yeah, I'm, just, I'm just saying, John Mark's a little bigger guy than <laughs> the skipper, but yeah. I'm telling you what, the, the skipper, is he, he is built. Yep. Well, John Mark's not too far behind him, that's for sure. <laughs> Got that deep voice, too. Oh, yes. Here's the pitch. Bunny down the first baseline, a good one. Oh, it just went foul. It barely went foul. He touched it, and it was foul. That's a good call by the official. They waited late, the umpire, or the first baseman, Waited till it, it was barely foul, but it was foul. And Coach Michael came out to make sure, and it was. It was a good call by both officials. And I remind you, too, we were using four tonight for the yep. first time this year, thankfully. Well, in the first base umpire, to his benefit, I guess, if you've argued, sake of argument, he was right behind mm-hmm. the first baseman making the play right on the line. So the home plate umpire also helped him with that. It was a good call. He hit it just as it went foul so it wouldn't come back. He had a weird one the other night that was way foul in the major game, and he came back and went up being a base hit. There's one down to first base. That one will run the, move the runner over. The throw down to first is out. Good sacrifice by Kale Strickland. Moves Riley Stanford down to second on the sacrifice. And Kale does as good as anybody in the Sun Belt League. Yep. 1-3 on the putout. And Stanford... Is down at second, brings up Bryce Roddy. Roddy struck out his first time. The left-hander was two for three on Wednesday night. Bryce on the season, 329 coming in, 25 for 76. He's 25 for 77 now. Bryce also, home run, as I mentioned, 17 RBIs. He is Traveler's Rest, South Carolina. The pitch. Way outside, 1-0. and A base hit can make it 2 nothing diggers. one nothing Gainesville here in the bottom of the fourth. He hit it down in the corner to make it an easy trot home for Riley. Roddy stands in, the 1-0 pitch. Turner looks in, gets his sign from Jan. He takes a little longer between pitches. The 1-0. Way outside, 2-0. As we say, dig a little deeper. Yep. Glad you're joining us here for this Sunbelt Championship game, if you will. It's the best of three, and Diggers won Wednesday night trying to pull off the sweep in this best of three series. The 2-0 pitch to Bryce Roddy from Turner. Here it is. Swung and missed at a nice little curveball. The bottom dropped out. Right as it reached home plate, two and one. Roddy looks over to the first base to his coach and gets the signs from the skipper, Mike Owens. Brother John Mark down at third. Man in the third base coaching box. Halton Hardy down at first. The two one pitch. Squared to bunt. Right there out in first. Beautiful bunt. He's going to beat it out. Yes, sir. Base hit. And we got runners on first and third. Look at that. Caught everybody kind of asleep. The pitcher got over there, kind of fumbled, but I think that's a base hit either way. Oh, absolutely. Yep. So uh, a base hit by Bryce Roddy. Now you got runners at first and third. David Lewis comes to the plate. Now the pitching coach for 
the Hoots comes out to have a talk with his pitcher, Will Turner. Again, we had the home run earlier this inning by Corey Collins, and then the base hit there by Stanford, putting him now around on third base. And a good infield hit there with a bunt play by Roddy. Now see what Lewis can do. All kind of things to do down runners on the corners. Got a, it appears. I think it's number 32 warming up. Connor Trepanier. I think he pitched on Wednesday night. He He's pitched down there in that just seventh inning. Up. Yep. He's the brother of the other Trepanier that pitched the other night. Who started the game. Mm-hmm. Brian. Brian, yep. <clears throat> David Lewis will stand in now. 0 for 1. Struck out back in the second. David wanted to create some havoc right here. Hit, hit a deep one, young man. Just go ahead and take care of business, Mr. David. Lewis with two home runs on the season. The pitch, they throw it at first, almost threw it away. A little high, Connor O'Neill had to stretch up there and get that one, go a little vertical. And you almost expect Roddy to be going, Joe, to do mm-hmm. something. See if the skipper's got a hit and run on or a run and hit or see what they're going to do. Everybody regular dip, third baseman McConnell in, about even with a bag. Swung and a miss, a big cut by David Lewis, 0-1. Turner, number two, stands on the hill. <clears throat> with the one out in this inning, he's pitched 43 and two-thirds innings this season. The pitch, the inside-out base hit will score. Riley Stanford from third with his RBI single from David Lewis. And now you have the crooked number on the scoreboard, 2 nothing, go diggers. The left fielder number 20. Sends Bryce Roddy down to second with a little inside-out swing. Bring up Zach Zara, 0 for 1 tonight. Stands in, Zach, Zach from another North Greenville University guy. Now the infield, well, the corners on the infield will be playing in. Connor O'Neill at first, Walt McConnell at third will be in on the edge of the grass. Middle infield, back at regular depth at the shortstop. Corville's playing over right behind our runner, Roddy there. Here's the pitch. Ball outside. Zach Zara stands in. Zach, the left-handed hitter. Zara on the season at 190. Coming in. Left-hander wears number 20. Out in left field for the good guys tonight. The 1-0 pitch from Turner. Here it is. Hit that one. Swung a little late and hit it over the third base dugout. One ball, one strike. One out, two runs in here in the bottom of the fourth for the Gold Diggers. Home run by Collins. A base hit, sacrifice, and a base hit, two base hits together. David Lewis driving in Riley Stanford. The 1-1 pitch by Turner to Zara. Here it is. Low, two and one. Catcher hit the ground right then. He kind of looked down to make sure he caught it because I think he thought that one might have gotten under his glove. I guarantee if it had, them runners would have moved up 90 feet. Two balls, one strike to Zach Zara. 
Zach's played third base and outfield for the Gold Diggers this season. The 2-1 pitch from Turner. Ground ball right back to Turner. Turner's going to go to third for McConnell, and that's the only play he's got. So, fielder's choice, one to five. Runners will be on first and second after the fielder's choice, though. And that is twice that Turner has gotten an assist fielding position. Mm -hmm. Two outs now. Brings up uh, number nine hitter, Theo Bryant. It'll fly ball out into right field his first time at bat. Theo from ten, uh, plays his college ball at Tennessee Tech University. Where's number 15 for the Gold Diggers? Stands in. No wind at all out there right now. Let's see Theo get into one right here, Michael. First pitch to him. Low, 1 and 0. Again, he had three RBIs the win back on Wednesday. Mm -hmm. One in the gap would be nice, wouldn't it? Absolutely. Stands in. 2 nothing. Gaines will lead it. Bottom of the fourth inning. Theo Bryant stands at the plate with two on and two out. Pitch by Turner. Here it is. Strike called. Top part of the strike zone. One and one. If Theo could strike. get on, Joe, back to the top of the order was a big thing. Just keep the inning going. Yep. Keep the inning going. One ball, one strike. Two men out. As I said, two runs in here in the bottom of the fourth for the Diggers. The 1-1 pitch to Bryant. Here it is. Theo, ground ball, get by him. Nope. Third baseman grabs it only over to Lester. Four out, number three. And they'll do it for the Diggers here in the fourth. But for Gainesville, two runs on three hits, no errors, two men left on base at the end of four. It's Gainesville two, Columbus nothing as you're tuned to Gold Diggers Playoff Baseball on 97.5 Glory FM. I know you have lots of outdoor plans for the summer, but make sure you take care of yourself with a trip to Riverside Pharmacy. They have everything you need from sunscreen to suntan lotion to the things you need to soothe those horrible sunburns. Plus, they have all of the over-the-counter and prescription needs for those pesky summertime allergies and colds. So before you hit the road for your vacation, make sure you stop by Riverside Pharmacy across from City Park, serving Gainesville for over 60 years. The Gainesville Gold Diggers want to thank all of the fans for making this season a success. The Gold Diggers are looking for their second straight Sunbelt League championship, and they are thankful for all of the support of the local community. Thank you very much for coming to the games, listening to the radio broadcast, and watching the games on YouTube this season. The goal is to win another Sunbelt League championship for the fans in Gainesville. Micah Owings and Richie Casper say thank you to all of the sponsors of the team and all of the Gold Diggers fans for another successful season. Gainesville Gold Diggers Baseball on 97.5 Glory FM. And we're back here at Ivy Watson, top of the fifth inning. Thanks to our official score, Al, for correcting me. I should have known better. It was four hits for the Gold Diggers there in that two-run fourth inning of play. As I go to the top half of the fifth inning, 2 nothing in favor of the home team. Mike, you're, you're about uh... – you can't be right all the time. You're 99.8% right off. So, so if you miss one every now and then, it's not a big deal. <laughs> all right. Jonathan Manibusen, Carter Schmidt, Jake Corville, due up. That is the six, seven, and eight guys 
for the Chattahoots here in the top of the fifth inning. Cole Munhall will stand in for his fifth inning of work. Base hit by Manamusen the first time up today. See what he does right here. First pitch to him. Fouled off at the plate. Fouled into the glove of our catcher, Kel Strickland. 0-1. Joe, you mentioned the job that Cole did back in the last thing. I'm wondering if Turner may have seen his last batter, and that may save him for tomorrow night just in case. Yep, you never know. You never know. The 0-1 pitch. Curveball hit foul. Nice little curveball off speed there. Come back to that pitch count we are talking about, Joe. He's under 65. He could pitch tomorrow night, right? Yep, that's correct. And we were chatting with our official scorekeeper, Al, before the game and kind of got all those stats down. If he gets over, if he's 64 or less, he can pitch again tomorrow night. The 0-2 pitch by Munhall. Here it is. Tapper foul. Still 0-2. Manabusen just trying to protect the plate right now, Mike. He's from Columbus, Georgia. Manabusen on the season. 261 coming in. 0-2 pitch from Munhall to Manabusen. Trying to waste one. Was outside. One and two. But, Joe, you notice that Cole's throwing is a little bit quicker mm-hmm. in between pitches now. Well, and you and I talked about that early in the season and throughout the season, really. It seems like they're more consistent the quicker they work. The one-two pitch. Here it is. Swing and a miss. Struck him out. Another strikeout. That is two, four, five, six on the night. Form Cole Munhall. At least one in every inning now. Well, Joe, that's why that game on Wednesday night went three hours and 38 minutes. <laughs> a, lot of, a lot of walks. It was painfully slow. Painfully slow. A lot yep. of time in between pitches. Yep. Carter Schmidt now comes to the plate, struck out his first time. He's two for three on Wednesday night. Left-handed hitter from Glen Allen, Virginia, and plays his college ball at the hyphenated half, half school Randolph-Macon College. I've heard of him in basketball, but nothing else. Here's the pitch. Strike on the outside corner, 0-1. Joe Banker wins. He took so much time. Skip Carey would have said they're timing it with an uh, hourglass. That's how long it was, okay? <laughs> Turn it over. Next pitch. Uh-huh. <laughs> Last screen pops through. There's the pitch. The 0-1. Line drive right off of our pitcher, Munhall. He won't get to it, and they'll run it out. Good job. That's going to be a base hit. And line drive back and hit off the top of his glove and rolled out behind almost to the edge of the grass. Great try by Coleman Hall to get that right there. Couldn't hardly get there. Got his glove out in time and just hit off the edge of it. So a base hit. Let's turn the double play right here, guys. Jake Corville flew out to Theo Bryant his first time up from Columbus and plays at New Orleans, the University of. As a student at that college in the University of New Orleans, Mike, I don't know that I might be tempted to just stay on Bourbon Street all the time which will be an ill-advised thing for me to do. But first pitch to him is a ball. Okay. Jonah can taste he's in two lane, but it's like, you know, New Orleans does not play Division One baseball or any sport. Ah. What division do they play? Either either do, uh, D1. Are, are they D1? Aren't they in FCS, though? They're in the uh, Southland. Yeah, Southland, Southland Conference. Conference. You're right. Gotcha. Yeah. Thanks, Jonah. 1-0. Inside, 2-0. Jonah Walker up here what, tonight. He got the win. Monday night in the if game in the semifinal series. Pitched a well of a ball game. We were talking to him in between ends a few minutes ago, and 
He lives from he lives up in Concord, New Hampshire. He'll go home for a few days and then make the three-day trip back to Tulane University in a week or two. That one bounced up 3-0 and now to Jake Corville. Those who know the privateers are in that uh, FCS division of, you know, we say Division One play. Cole takes the rosin back, kind of pitches up and slaps at it and grabs it with his hand, mad at himself, going 3-0. The pitch, strike call inside corner, 3-1. and one. Throw two more right there, Big Daddy. We're pretty close to them there, Mr. Munhall. The 3-1 pitch, Schmidt on first. That one's going to be foul when it comes down. Inside out swing. They get the full count. Now it's three and two. You get that one, and the runner Schmidt was off on the pitch and was way on down there. We've got a little fix to have a little action down in the Gainesville bullpen. That looks to be Kyle Roper going down there early. I think. Kyle? Okay, Maddox and Roper. Maddox Thornton and Roper. That one's a high chopper. David Lewis will scoop it. David throws it over to first base. Picked it up for out number two. Nice play by David Lewis and nice scoop by our first baseman, Riley Stanford, to get out number two. Runner moves over to second. That's Schmidt. Play goes 5-3 on the putout for out number two. Brings up Jack Whitmer. Number three, Jack Whitmer. Whitmer struck out looking his first time up back in the third inning. Number nine hitter for the Chattahoots. Cal Strickland goes out and has a quick word with our pitcher, Cole Munhall. Gainesville on top 2 nothing with two men down here in the fifth. Whitmer 160 coming in, dropped a few points after that strikeout in the third inning. He'll look in and get his sign from his battery mate, Kale Strickland. Pitch from Munhall. He checks the runner, Schmidt. Pitch is high, 1-0. and You don't get him, Joe. He has the lowest batting average of any other Chattahoots. Mm-hmm. He does. Get the top of the order back in the next inning. The 1-0 pitch. He looks in and gets his sign. Pitch to Whitmer, outside 2-0. Bear down right here, young man, Cole Munhall. I mentioned again about consistency for Cole. This is where he got in trouble before, this, mm-hmm. this inning right here, Joe. Here comes the skipper. No, nope, that comes Chris Gardner, excuse me. Chris coming out to talk to him again. Yeah, you knew, for example, if, if Micah came out, he was going to bring the hook, but for Chris, he's going to do a little teaching here. Yep. But also down in the bullpen for the Gold Diggers. Kyle Roper got the win back on Wednesday through three strong innings in the seventh, eighth, and ninth to wrap things up for the Gold Digger win. Yep. And, of course, Max Orton has been the ace of the bullpen throughout the season. Maddox down kind of watching right now. He's going to be throwing some here in a minute, They're kind of swapping off, throwing. Both of them get loose a little bit. Jack Whitmer comes to the plate. And he's at the plate, 2-0. From Griffin, Georgia. Stands in. You want Cole to get through this inning? Yep. 
umpire and Coach Carpenter having a chat as they come back out. He'd be the official pitcher of record if he get through his inning. Mm -hmm. I'm sure that that's what skipper Mike Owens and Chris Carpenter would like to happen. Two men out now. Runner on second is Schmidt. Two ball, no strike pitch to Whitmer. Here it is. Swung on a miss, strike one. To whatever Chris saw, he corrected it, right? You'd love to see Cole get a W in his last <laughs> oh, outing yeah. for the Gold Diggers this yeah, year. That would be lovely. Lovely, lovely. Gets his sign from Strickland. The 2-1 pitch. Inside, 3-1. and one. Three balls, one strike. Everybody regular depth defensively for the Gold Diggers. Monhall looks in, gets his sign. Zane Ross would be next for the Hoops. The 3-1 pitch fouled off the catcher. Back here to the on-deck man. Full count now. Another one here this inning for Cole. Three and two to Jack Whitmer. 0 for 1 on Wednesday night. And 0 for today. Yep, and 0 for 1 today. The payoff pitch by Cole Munhall. Here it is. High pop up back over the top. Still 3 and 2. Trust Three your balls. defense behind you. Sir? Stretch your defense yep, behind you. Defense you have the number nine you. guy exactly. here with the lowest batting average. Mm -hmm. Three balls, two strikes, two men out. Top of the fifth inning. Gainesville leads it two to nothing. The payoff pitch by Munhall to Whitmer. Steps off. Wasn't ready. And if you're not ready, step off. Take a breather for a second. Rewind everything. Be ready to go. Beautiful sunset. All the sun the sun has gone down enough to where I can actually look into right field without blinding myself. The payoff pitch from Munhall. Here it comes. And? They're going to say they hit him. They swung at it, but I know they're saying they hit him a foul ball. They're going to say a foul ball. Yep, they're going to say a foul ball, and you might have a little discussion from the skipper. Yeah, Steve Smith's going to come out and talk with the home plate umpire about that. The batter said it hit him as he swung around there, and the umpire is going to say he, he saw or heard the bat definitely probably on the very tail end of the bat or whatever. And um, But, Joe, this happened to the Gold Diggers back on Wednesday. Logan Murphy uh -huh. banged there in the seventh inning. A similar thing happened to him, and they said he was hit by the pitch uh -huh. rather than a foul ball. Right. And Steve Smith didn't like that either. Going to call all the umpires together. And see what the, and the home plate umpire will tell them what the coach has and tell them what he has, and they'll make a decision. Well, it's so yeah. difficult for those field umpires to see what yep. happened. Yep, exactly. They're looking in, first and third guy looking, especially first. Saying it was a foul ball, so he'll come back to the plate. So maybe a little bit of a reprieve for our pitcher, Munhall. Now go ahead and get him. Yep. Get out of this inning. 2 nothing Gold Diggers here in the fifth. Whitmer, I don't think, agreed with it. Neither did Coach Smith, but, hey, we'll take it. Schmidt on second after a base hit. Two men out. Whitmer stands in. Payoff pitch coming from Cole Munhall. 
Here's the pitch. Outside, walked him. That might do it, Joe. We'll see if Micah comes out. He's not moving yet. Tying runs on base now. And two men down here in the fifth inning. Go back to the top of the order again. Zane Ross, 0 for 1 tonight. Walked his last time up in the third inning. Left stranded there. See what he does. Ross from Albany State. There comes a skipper right there, Michael. Yep, that's going to do it. Give the pitcher another pitcher two down the bullpen to get it going. So Mike Owens is going to come out, and he's going to make the clipper call the bullpen. With the score, Gainesville 2, Columbus nothing. With two outs in the fifth inning of play, we'll take this time out as you're tuned to Gold Diggers Baseball on 97.5 Glory FM. 80, 85, 90, 95? No, that's not the temperature outside. That's inside your house if your AC dies. How well do you think you'll sleep that night? Hi, this is Brooke from Conditioned Air Systems, and if you want a good night's sleep all the time, call Conditioned Air Systems for a complete tune-up by one of our certified technicians. That way, when the temperature goes up, it will only be outside. Call 1-800-AC-REPAIR or visit ConditionedAirSystems.com. Conditioned Air Systems and Train, keeping North Georgia cool. Talking with Charlie King with King Green, and Charlie, we've really got wallop with that cold weather. We really did. There's a lot of tree and shrub damage out there. Most of that is temporary, and it'll come back, but there's going to be some dead plants this year. Give us a call. Let us come out. We'll do an evaluation. We'll check your shrubbery. We'll see what's damaged and what's not, and then we can make a decision on whether to prune or replace. Get it done and get it done right with King Green. Find him at kinggreen.com or 770-536-7611. The Gainesville Gold Diggers play here on 97.5 Glory FM, WGTJ. So, a pitching change taking place here as Cole Munhall goes four and two-thirds innings of work, and Maddox Thornton comes in for the bullpen. Maddox Thornton, 14 games, 27 and a third innings. He has struck out 29, walked five. He's five and two in the season with a two- ERA from Bentonville, Arkansas via Grand Canyon University. Big man stands in. Maddox 6'2", 195 at Grand Junior at Grand Canyon U. Need to call the fireman here, Joe. Need to get out of this inning here without a run scoring. Uh, He'll be pitching to Zane Ross. Make my little lines down here. Ross, like I said, 0 for 1 on the night. Flew out to David Lewis on a nice play in the first inning, the first pitch to him. Ball low, 1 and 0. Well, Cole's going to kick himself not getting out of this fifth inning, but still a great job. No run scored, especially if Matt's can get out of this right here. Six strikeouts, two walks for Cole on the evening. That pitch is outside, 2-0. and oh. Come on, Maddox, finish it off, babe. Yeah, need to throw strikes here for Maddox Thornton. Zane Ross, Albany, Georgia, stands in. Left-hander awaits the 2-0 pitch. Thornton comes set. The pitch. Catcher framed it nicely, but it's a ball, 3-0. Oh. Not getting that inside pitch call much tonight. 
on the left-handers. So now let's see what he does with the leadoff in. 3-0. Runners on first and second. Walked him. So oh, walk, four now straight. he's walked twice. Now bases are loaded, and you probably hear the contingent from Columbus up here. Number 10. Mainly Ellis. girlfriends Yon. and moms. <laughs> Ellis Yon, the catcher, 0 for 2 tonight. But you got to be careful here while you're going. Yep. With bases loaded, you do. Yon on the season, 264. But he's got a home run and 15 RBIs. And Strickland's got to be careful behind the plate. Don't get one get by, yep. get by you. That's right. First pitch from Thornton. Here it is. Strike one, call. All right, now, oh, okay. Big breath now. Yep, you can do it. See there? Two men out. Bases loaded. Full of hoots. He'll one pitch by Thornton. Ground ball to David Lewis. Lewis will scoop it. He'll throw it over to Riley at first for out number three. And the hoots leave the bases loaded here. In the fifth inning of play, good job by Thornton to get things out. We'll go to the bottom half of the fifth inning here from Ivy Watson Field. The score, Gainesville 2, Columbus nothing. As you're tuned to Gold Diggers Playoff Baseball on 97.5 Glory FM. I know you have lots of outdoor plans for the summer, but make sure you take care of yourself with a trip to Riverside Pharmacy. They have everything you need from sunscreen to suntan lotion to the things you need to soothe those horrible sunburns. Plus, they have all of the over-the-counter and prescription needs for those pesky summertime allergies and colds. So before you hit the road for your vacation, make sure you stop by Riverside Pharmacy across from City Park, serving Gainesville for over 60 years. The Gainesville Gold Diggers want to thank all of the fans for making this season a success. The Gold Diggers are looking for their second straight Sunbelt League championship, and they are thankful for all of the support of the local community. Thank you very much for coming to the games, listening to the radio broadcast, and watching the games on YouTube this season. The goal is to win another Sunbelt League championship for the fans in Gainesville. Micah Owings and Richie Casper say thank you to all of the sponsors of the team and all of the Gold Diggers fans for another successful season. Gainesville Gold Diggers Baseball on 97.5 Glory FM. So we go to the bottom half of the fifth inning. It's down an official ball game just to let you know, Joe. The Gold Diggers on top by two. Well, I'm glad it's official ball game. It doesn't look like the rain's going to hurt us tonight. It's all about dissipated to our west and to our south so view up we have brandon prince matt rose and corey collins here in the bottom of the fifth inning the gold diggers scoring twice in the last one collins and stanford both scored and then theo bryant hit into a inning ending fielder's choice Top of the order at the plate. So Prince, Rose, and Collins. Let's get it going again, gentlemen. Score a couple of more here in this inning. So a good outing other than that last inning. And there it was still a good outing for our man Cole Munhall tonight, Mike. Love to see him finish Absolutely. out strong like that. Brandon Prince at the plate. Brandon, over, or excuse me, one for two this evening. First pitch to him. 
Swung and a missed. Will Turner still the pitcher of record on the hill for the Hoots. And sort of surprised that we're still in there. Left-hander from the windup. There's a little fly ball out into shallow, very shallow right field. Parker Lester, the second baseman, comes over, makes the grab for out number one. Second baseman, number six, Matt Rose. Matt Rose will come to the plate. Matt's due, Mike. Overdue. Mm-hmm. Get it going there, Matthew. See what he can do here. Number six, second baseman for the Diggers. Well of a defensive series. Been playing great offense this year. So, too, he's 404 coming into tonight's game. Tearing it up middle of the season. When he bumped it up there to what, 518 or something like that? It was above 500, no yep. doubt about it. Pitch was outside, 1 0. Matt from Clearwater, Florida, plays college ball at the University of South Florida. The 1 0 pitch by Turner. Here it is. Inside corner one and one. Matt having a discussion with our home plate umpire, Peter Gabriel, seeing where exactly it was. They concur. One one. Inside out swing, the founder of the first baseman. O'Neill makes it. He'll play it himself for out number two. Three unassisted on the play. Extra hitter number 26, Corey Collins. Corey Collins got us started back in the last inning, Mike. Leadoff hitter in that inning. Hit one deep after a, with a two-strike count on him. And he ripped it deep over the right field fence. See what he can do this inning. Yeah, for somebody to get a, a popsicle off that one, I got to go snorkeling. Yeah. Outside, one and oh, exactly. They'd have to get their swimsuit out, <laughs> grab it, and bring it back to get a popsicle on that one. Concession stand folks may not believe that nah, can't be a foul ball. It wasn't, it was the home run ball. It's wet. It's wet. <laughs> the one oh pitch now. One and one. Call strike outside corner, one ball, one strike to Corey Collins. Swanee, Georgia native. A left hander awaits. The one one. Inside. Two and one. We're well, starting to guess now the strike zone, aren't they? Well, no, the he's been consistent on that on the oh, ins, inside. Well, the batters oh, the batters. To get, yeah, yeah, they're yeah. guessing right now. Mm-hmm. Been consistent all night, which is good for the umpire and for the players. Two one count. Here it is. Way outside, three and one. Three balls, one strike, two outs. Bottom of the fifth inning, Gainesville does lead it. Two to nothing. The pitch from Turner. Strike two called. That's a little curveball that drifted away from him as it came across the plate. Full count now, three and two. But he is being so careful to Collins. Mm -hmm. Turner looks in, gets his sign from Yon. The payoff pitch. Way outside, walked him. Like Mike said, he was pitching him extremely careful after that one. He flew a while ago, and Collins parked it in the water. Riley Stanford 
came right up with a single right after that. So Narali needs to continue that with a big hit right here to keep the inning going. Two men out here in the bottom of the fifth inning. Oh, I don't think they're going to bring anybody in. That looks like uh, that's a pitching coach, maybe. Might be Steve Smith out there. I'm not sure. They're talking. Doesn't look like he's going to take the ball. Two runs, six hits, no errors for Gainesville. Over, no runs, two hits, no errors for the Chattahoots. Right there again, go back to what Colty just allowing two hits. Very yep. impressive in his last outing. Very nice. Riley Stanford will step in. Munhall on the season, Mike, only gave up. He gave up 31 hits. He struck out six more tonight, so that's 49 strikeouts to 22 walks. Two to one on a strikeout to walk ratio. Very good job, and no runs allowed tonight, so his ERL drop a little more. The pitch. Swung on a missed ball that drifted inside on Riley right there. Just the big thing back for the ball game, talking with John Mark Owens up here in the booth. And the big thing is getting to their bullpen. Mm-hmm. Oh, one count. Riley Stanford, the pitch. Oh, two count now. Riley didn't think so, but it, uh, he must have thought it was high, but that was beautiful across the inside part of the plate from where I'm sitting. Oh, two count. Turner looks, gets his sign. The runner goes. That one's hit out into right field, but Ross has a play. We'll make the grab for out number three. And for the diggers here in the fifth, no runs, no hits, no errors. One man left on base at the end of five. It's Gainesville 2, Columbus nothing. You're tuned to Gold Diggers Playoff Baseball on 97.5 Glory FM. 97.5 Glory FM is WGTJ Murrayville Gainesville and W248DL Murrayville Gainesville. Murphy's Law says if something can go wrong, it will. Like your air conditioning going out on the hottest day yet, but Brooks Law says, don't wait in the heat. I'm Brooke with Conditioned Air Systems. And if your air stops working this summer, you have two choices. Wait a while until someone else can get there or call us anytime for fast service. So if you don't like to wait, especially in a hot house, remember to obey Brooks Law. Call us at 1-800-AC-REPAIR. Conditioned Air Systems and Train, keeping North Georgia comfortable. Charlie King is with us from King Green. And, Charlie, if we don't want to be an involuntary blood donor, what do we need to do this year? Well, call King Green, of course. Our mosquito program is ongoing. We take care of the mosquitoes in your outdoor living areas and keep those safe, hospitable, and keep most of the mosquitoes out. It really works. It's a great program. Give us a buzz. Make your time outdoors more comfortable with help from King Green. Check them out today, kinggreen.com, or just give them a call, 770-536-7611. Gainesville Gold Diggers Baseball on 97.5 Glory FM. So we go to the sixth inning of play here in what could be a championship night for our Gainesville Gold Diggers. Maddox Thornton in his second inning of work getting out of the jam back in the last inning. Maddox will face the 3, 4, and 5. Connor O'Neill, Walt McConnell, Parker Lester here in the top of the sixth inning. First time he's seen these guys. He's faced the first and second batter in the lineup. Now O'Connell hits a high one into left field, but it's going to go foul over the fence. He did the same thing as first at bat, Joe, remember? Yep. Just a scary flew, type of strike. Yep, and he flew out to 
Line up flying out to Zach Zara in left field in the first inning. The left-hander O'Neill awaits. Swung and a missed. And a big fastball by Maddox Thornton. Maddox looking to go through the lineup. We are in the sixth inning. No balls, two strikes on O'Connell. The pitch. Swung on a miss, struck him out. Three straight pitches. That is two, three, four, five, six, seven strikeouts, at least one per inning. Had two back in the second inning by Cole Munhall. Walt McConnell, 0 for 2. The right-hander awaits the first pitch from Thornton. Here it is. High. 1-0. Look at the adjustment, though, he has made since he walked the first battery face last oh, yeah. inning on four straight. Yep. Got out of the inning with the bases loaded and now retires the first man faces on three straight. 1-0 pitch. That one bounced up, hit the plate, and bounced away. No, they're going to say hit him. They hit him on the, on the hand, and he'll go down to first base, Mike, on the hit by pitch. It bounced away after he hit him, so now McConnell's on first. Came inside a little too close. Now Parker Lester will be up, the left-handed hitter, 0 for 2 in this game. But dangerous hitter. Yes. Be good to get a double play out of this one. Lester, 341 coming in. 15 RBIs on the season. Lester, first pitch to him. Swung and a missed. Strike one. Calhoun, Georgia. Stands in now. The left-hander awaits the next pitch from Thornton. Maddox gets his sign from Kel Strickland. The pitch. High 1-1. McConnell on first after being hit by the pitch. Barely on the pinky finger. As it went by. 1-1. Did he go? They're going to check. They're going to say no, he didn't. 2-1. Yeah, having umpires at all four bases tonight, I think, is a good thing, Mike. Absolutely. Championship series, it should be like that. The 2-1 pitch. There's a line drive right out to Bryce Wright. He makes the grab, throws it back to first. Nope, not in time. Riley did a nice job of stepping over there and trying to stretch, but he stretched and caught it. But a really nice play by Bryce Wright to rob him of a base hit. And that's the job the Gold Diggers have done defensively. Number 22, Jonathan Manabusa. Jonathan Manabusa, the left fielder. One for two on the night. The right fielder, a left fielder, excuse me, stands in. Timed his little hop out there, did our shortstop. Another foul right back over the top. 0-1. Manabusa, one for two tonight. Just let you know, he did play right field the other night. Did he? <laughs> so he's an outfielder for the <laughs> for the Hoots then. Most of these guys play multiple positions during the season that we've as we've seen. That one's high, one and one. Two outs, top of the sixth inning. Gainesville leads it by two. Maddox Thornton in, in on relief of Cole Munhall. The 1-1. Runner goes. They throw him down to second. He's going to be bounced away, but not far. And Roddy scoops it up. He'll be safe at second with a stolen base. 
He got a good little lead, but a good throw, and he got down there right about the time. I think it might have hit the runner and bounced away just five or six feet, but Roddy's over there to scoop it up. So McConnell on at second now with a stolen base. First stolen base of the night for the Hoots. Maddox Thornton looks to get Manabusin. There's a high chopper. David Lewis will come in. Short hop, does not have a play. He'll hold it, put it in his pocket, as they call it, and it'll be an infield hit by Manabusin. That was a real high chopper. I mean, really high. David had to come in a long way and grab it and did a nice job of not trying to rush a throw. So now you got runners on first and third with two outs. Yeah, big thing, a runner advanced over to the corner. Mm -hmm. So you got runners on the corners now. Number 13. So Carter Schmidt, Schmidt, one for two, base hit his last time up. Got to keep him off the bag. And Kale Strickland's got to be well aware and keep everything in front of him now. Riley Stanford holds the runner at first. Thornton's first pitch is a strike called. 0-1. Maddox. Throw back out to him off the heel of his glove. He wants to swap that one out. He'll throw it into his battery mate, Strickland. He'll swap it out with the umpire and get one back. Again, get the sign and throw it. Yep. Goes back, gets him a little rosin on his hands, steps back up on the hill. Contact with the rubber. The 0-1 count with two outs. The pitch to Schmidt. It is. Outside. One and one. Smith from up in Virginia way. Two for three the other night. One for two tonight. Three for five in the two games so far. The pitch lifted foul right back to our left. One ball, two strikes now. One and two. Two outs here in the top of the sixth inning. Thornton trying to get out of the inning. And leave these two more runners stranded. Thornton gets his sign. The pitch. Swallowed him and struck him out. And that'll do it for the Hoots here in the sixth for Columbus. No runs, one hit, no errors. Two men left on base. We'll go to the bottom of the sixth inning. It's still Gainesville 2, Columbus nothing. As you're tuned to Gold Diggers Playoff Baseball on 97.5 Glory FM. I know you have lots of outdoor plans for the summer, but make sure you take care of yourself with a trip to Riverside Pharmacy. They have everything you need from sunscreen to suntan lotion to the things you need to soothe those horrible sunburns. Plus, they have all of the over-the-counter and prescription needs for those pesky summertime allergies and colds. So before you hit the road for your vacation, make sure you stop by Riverside Pharmacy across from City Park, serving Gainesville for over 60 years. The Gainesville Gold Diggers want to thank all of the fans for making this season a success. The Gold Diggers are looking for their second straight Sun Belt League championship, and they are thankful for all of the support of the local community. Thank you very much for coming to the games, listening to the radio broadcast, and watching the games on YouTube this season. The goal is to win another Sun Belt League championship for the fans in Gainesville. Micah Owings and Richie Casper say thank you to all of the sponsors of the team and all of the Gold Diggers fans for another successful season. Gainesville Gold Diggers Baseball is on 97.5 Glory FM WGTJ. 
So we go to the home half of the sixth inning. A pitching change taking place for Steve Smith, going with Conyer, Connor Trepanion, who pitched in the seventh inning of the game back on Wednesday night, Joe. Trepanion is uh, pitched in 15 games this year, 24 in the third innings, giving up 17 hits. His uh, strikeout to walk ratio is 18 strikeouts, 18 walks on the season. He um, has given up nine runs, eight earned, and his ERA is 2.95. He's uh, one and one with three saves on the season. The right-hander comes in. Trepanier is from Columbus, plays college ball at Middle Georgia College. Due up for the Diggers, you've got Kel Strickland, Bryce Roddy, and David Lewis here in the bottom of the sixth inning. Big strikeout to end the inning with runners on the corner back in the top of the inning by Maddox Thornton for Connor, get Connor Schmidt out of the way. Well, we said the head Joe, by the way, back on Wednesday. The first pitch was made. They had five runners up on base the last two innings. Back yep. number 16, yep. Seven in all tonight. I hope that stays like it is. Coach John Mark Owens makes the track down to the third base coach's box again. Kale Strickland will stand in. Kale is one for one, for one I'll call it. Sacrifice I don't think counts as a nap bat. Used to not anyway, so he's Still one for one. Got the runner over a few minutes ago, or I say a few minutes, back in the fourth inning. Strickland, first pitch to him, fouled off, 0-1. Connor got the hoots out of the seventh inning back on Wednesday. Then there will be another pitching change with two more pitchers in the eighth. The one pitch from Topanier. Here it is. Foul tipped back to the screen. 0-2. Oh he was the third pitcher used by Coach C. Smith in that seventh inning back he, on Wednesday. He used five pitchers on Monday? On uh, Wednesday? Seven. Seven on Monday? Five in the last three Monday innings. Monday. Yep. Trying to get it out, wasn't he? Trying to find one. The 0-2 pitch to Strickland. Here it is. Bounced up. One and two. Good eye by Strickland. Kill 0 for 2 on Wednesday night. 308 coming into the game. Batting 500. Well, actually batting 1,000 tonight with a sacrifice. Time called at the plate. Kale has to rewrap his protective guard over his left ankle. The one-two pitch now to Strickland. Here it is. Oh, swung the pitch that went away from him. Strike out number one for Trepanier and number five number on the night for Hoots pitchers. Out number one, Bryce Roddy. Roddy one for two on the night. Singled his last time. Made it to second and was put out one to five on a fielder's choice from Theo Bryant. The pitch. Low and away. Actually, he's put on, out on a fielder's choice by Zach Zara in that inning. One ball, no strikes to the left-handed hitting Bryce Roddy. Roddy started to go, did he? They're saying he's, ooh, ooh. He said he swung at that one, and there's no way, ladies and gentlemen. One ball, one strike. He didn't go around near as far as the other guy for them did a while ago. 
One ball, one strike. Low, two and one. Chapanier gets back on the hill. Behind in the count to Bryce Roddy. Our shortstop. Open stance, number four. Here's the pitch. Swung on and missed. Two and two. Two balls, two strikes, one man out. Bottom of the sixth inning. Trepanier looks right over the top of his mitt. The pitch. Right back at him, off of his glove or hand. The second baseman grabs it, will not throw him out. He slips down. They'll have to come check on Trepanier. He, I think he glanced off his glove, but he fell down, lost his hat. Yeah, he's up. So it didn't hit his head or anything. I think it just came off the bat so hard from Bryce, hit off his glove and kind of like, whoa. Second baseman got over there too, which was Lester. But then he slipped down, did not make a throw. So let's look at Allen's base hit. Base hit's what they'll call. But thankfully he's okay. <laughs> That's the main thing. He is okay. He got up, put his hat on. David Lewis now. David one for two on the night. Raised his average a tad. He'll stand in, singled his last time up. Here's the pitch. High pop-up. will be coming back over here behind us over the first base side. Oh, and one. One man out. Bottom of the sixth inning. Roddy on first after an infield single. Trepanier checks the runner. The pitch. Ah, didn't mean to swing, fouled it back to the screen. 0 oh, and 2. Zach Zara on deck. David stands in. Lewis with a no two count. See what he can do right here. The pitch. Another high pop up over the first base dugout. Still 0-2. One thing about it, you, you will go through stretches, and we'll have 20 foul balls in the game, and we'll have a stretch <laughs> we may not have, but eight, eight or nine. And the skipper, Mike Owens, brings four new ones, or four new baseballs, not brand new ones, but rubbed up baseballs to the home plate umpire. Gets them in his ball back. The 0-2 pitch. As David Lewis stands back in, Trepanier gets the sign from Jan. The pitch way outside, one and two. Trying to get him to swing at a bad pitch right there. It's a go fish. Yep, go fish on that one, one and two. It's exactly what Corey Collins did back in the fourth inning. Wanted the ball chasers to go fish. See, it one long and hard. Foul tipped into the glove. For out number two. That'll bring up Zach Zara. Zach, Zach is 0 for 2 tonight. Hit into a fielder's choice his last time up. And then, was, then he got put out at second on a fielder's choice in the last inning for the third out. Back in the fourth inning, excuse me. First pitch to him. Call strike on a ball that appeared to be outside. 0-1, oh, Zach 
Turned around, looked at his dugout, kind of shook his head, and he'll stand back in. The 0-1 goes over to first really quickly, but Bryce Roddy back in time. You know the saying, Joe, is if that was a strike. There's not a cow in Texas. <laughs> is that exactly right? That's exactly That's right. That's exactly right. Yep. The one. Outside. One and one. I was going to say there's not a chicken in Gainesville. Not a chicken in Gainesville. Well, you know that would be a lot. Exactly. <laughs> what I was that, was a, that was not a strike over his head. That first one. Oh, goodness. One ball, one strike. To the left fielder for Gainesville, Zach Zara. The pitch, runner goes. Pitch was out. They're going to throw it, and Roddy will be on second. He's going to stay right there as the ball got into center field, but Whitmer gets over in a hurry. So a stolen base by Bryce Roddy. Let's get that man in right there, guys. Right, base hit now. I could give you a big insurance run. Yes, it would. First stolen base of the night for Gainesville runners. Zara stands in. Two balls, one strike count on the Gainesville left fielder. The pitch, here it is. Foul back to the screen, two and two. We're three innings away from a championship here at Ivy Watson. Two seven and zero oh for Gainesville. Oh three and zero oh for the Chattahoots. Zara stands in with a two two count. Connor Trepanier on the hill. Runner on second is Roddy, hitting a stolen base. The pitch. Ground ball, get through. Dutton has got a long way to go. Will they throw him out? Barely. He was coming down, so barely got him, or that would have been an extra run. So 4-3 on the putout for out number three. And that'll do it for the Gold Diggers here in the sixth inning of play. We'll go to the top half of the seventh hill. 2-0 Gold Diggers is your tune. The Sunbelt League Championship Baseball on 97.5 Glory FM. 80, 85, 90, 95. No, that's not the temperature outside. That's inside your house if your AC dies. How well do you think you'll sleep that night? Hi, this is Brooke from Conditioned Air Systems, and if you want a good night's sleep all the time, call Conditioned Air Systems for a complete tune-up by one of our certified technicians. That way, when the temperature goes up, it will only be outside. Call 1-800-AC-REPAIR or visit ConditionedAirSystems.com. Conditioned Air Systems and Train, keeping North Georgia cool. Charlie King back with us from King Green, and I don't know about you, Charlie, but I've got much better things to do than pull weeds out of my lawn. I heard that. If you don't have weeds, you don't have a lawn. (laughs) Our job is to keep those weeds at bay year-round. Our program works by preventing weeds and by killing those that are already up. Give us a holler. We'd love to come out and take a look at your lawn. Keep it looking good with King Green. Easy to do. Find out more online at kinggreen.com or just give them a call, like Charlie said, at 770-536-7611. Now back to the game on 97.5 Glory FM. So we go to the top half of the seventh inning, nine outs away from a championship, Joe. And we are, I had to turn up a little bit of that for me to hear that time. Uh, nine outs away, and we've got eight, nine, and one here for the Hoots here in the top of the seventh. Corville, Whitmer, and Ross for Columbus. Corville 0 for 2. Needs to make it 0 for 3. And let it be his last bat of the season. Don't mean to be mean, but that's what we need if you're a Gainesville fan. The first pitch by Maddox Thornton. Strike one call, top of the zone. 
Max has thrown an inning in a, a third so far in this game. Two strikeouts, no walks. The pitch. A little high, one and one. You just keep them off the base passes. They they've had five men left on base in the last two innings. Left the bases full back in the fifth. Two runners on on the corners back in the sixth. No runners this inning, guys. Here's the pitch. Fouled off the first base side. One and two. Thornton gives them a little bit different look, if you will, out there. As hard as he throws it, a little bit different than Cole. Cole pitched a well of a Munhall, pitched a well of a ball game tonight for into the fifth inning, four and what, two-thirds? Yes. Pitch. Mm-hmm. Outside, they're going to ask him if he go. They said no. Two and two now. And I agree with that. He didn't swing at that one. Two balls, two strikes, nobody out. Top of the seventh inning. Corville stands in. Maddox gets his sign, the pitch. Strike three call. Out number one here in the seventh. Jack Whitmer now. Jack Whitmer's 0 for 1. He walked and left stranded his second. Back in the fifth inning. Struck out his first time. We'll stand at the plate. The center fielder, right-handed hitter. Number three from Griffin, Georgia. Jacksonville State University. This is college ball. The pitch. High and inside. 1-0. Thornton works in a hurry. Looks in, gets his sign from his battery mate, Cole Kale Strickland. The pitch. Swung and a missed. Strike one, one and one. One out. Zane Ross on deck for the Hoots. One ball, one strike. One man out. Jack Whitmer, the pitcher, or the hitter. That pitch is high, a little curveball that stayed up high. Two balls, one strike. Maddox looks in the sign, the pitch. Ah, pop up back over, right over directly the top here. Two and two now. Maddox, Thornton, as I mentioned earlier, from Bentonville, Arkansas, and plays his college ball at Grand Canyon University. 6'2", right-handed junior out of Grand Canyon. The 2-2 pitch. Strike three. Swung on a missed. Out number two here in the seventh. Back-to-back K's for Maddox Thornton. Zane Ross now. Ross. 0 for 1. Walked his last two times up. Left-hander wearing number one, playing right field tonight. Ross on the season. 3264. Excuse me, right below there, 302. I'm looking at Yon. That uh, 40 points higher there. First pitch to him is outside, 1-0. and And just let you know, and Jerry Collin, too, this is not the Yanmar strikeout inning, so if he <laughs> strikes out, everybody in order, sorry, no winner tonight. The Yanmar, it's not the Yanmar strikeout inning. Ball two, 2-0. Two Nats might have got a little pumped up after that strikeout there and overthrowing now, I reckon. Two balls, no strikes to Ross, the pitch. Strike one. 
called. Two and one now. Two balls, one strike, two outs. Top of the seventh inning. Nobody on for the hoots. Keep it that way, Maddox. The two one. Way outside and all the way to the backstop. Off the glove. Way over throwing on that one. Three and one. Thought the same thing, Joe. Yep. Way over throwing on that one. He comes back up on the hill, shakes his head as he does. He I think he knows it too. Pitching coach Chris Carpenter looks out at him, makes a comment. The 3-1 pitch by Maddox. Here it is. There's a little flare, but it'll be foul when it hits down. Much better job. Yep. Three and two now, full count. The bullpen catcher for the Hoots will come up and grab that foul ball. Three and two with two outs. Thornton has the sign. The pitch. Swing on, he missed, struck him out. He struck out the side. How about that? Three up, three down. Go the Hoots in the seventh inning of play. No runs, no hits, no errors, no one left on base. They've gone down in seven straight innings without a run. Seventh inning stretch time here from Ivy Watson Field. One more time this year. It's Gainesville to Columbus. Nothing. And you're tuned to Gold Diggers Playoff Baseball on 97.5 Glory FM. I know you have lots of outdoor plans for the summer, but make sure you take care of yourself with a trip to Riverside Pharmacy. They have everything you need from sunscreen to suntan lotion to the things you need to soothe those horrible sunburns. Plus, they have all of the -the over-the-counter and prescription needs for those pesky summertime allergies and colds. So before you hit the road for your vacation, make sure you stop by Riverside Pharmacy across from City Park, serving Gainesville for over 60 years. The Gainesville Gold Diggers want to thank all of the fans for making this season a success. The Gold Diggers are looking for their second straight Sun Belt League championship, and they are thankful for all of the support of the local community. Thank you very much for coming to the games, listening to the radio broadcast, and watching the games on YouTube this season. The goal is to win another Sun Belt League championship for the fans in Gainesville. Micah Owings and Richie Casper say thank you to all of the sponsors of the team and all of the Gold Diggers fans for another successful season. The Gainesville Gold Diggers play here on 97.5 Glory FM WGTJ. Seventh inning stretch took place. I need to get to my feet. I'm so busy here, Joe. So we go to the bottom of the seventh inning with the Diggers leading 2 nothing. We'll start things off with Theo. I let you do all the work that inning, and I got up and stretched there and went over to the the, to the uh, window and looked out for a moment. Right, Theo Bryant, Brandon Prince, Theo. Matt Rose here in the bottom of the seventh inning. On for a second inning of work. Connor Trepanier for the Chattahoots. Theo 0 for 2 tonight. Hit the ball hard his first time up. Fly ball out into right field. So I'd see him hit one hard right here. Let's go, Theo, man. First pitch to him. Inside, almost hit him. You know, look at the head, Joe. Go ahead and start icing up the Gold Digger slushies or a big tub of Coca-Cola. Let's get things ready to celebrate a victory tonight. I've got my ice water right over here to the side. I mean, I'll be drinking a big slurp of that here after the W. Here it is. Stayed low, 2-0. Just to let you know, after the game, if the Gold Diggers hold on this lead and win, you'll hear from the skipper Micah Owings in our postgame show. I'll take a few minutes, but we'll get him up here and let Mike talk to him for a minute. 
And we'll have an extended postgame show. That one's inside, 3-0 and now. Malfield can be a little selective on what he does, takes here. Theo Bryant, the hitter. Stands up to Pena, the 3-0 pitch. Strike one outside corner, 3-1. Three, three balls, one strike. Bottom of the seventh, first batter here. Gainesville leads it, 2 to nothing. Calls time briefly. He adjusts his cover on his elbow, protective cover over his elbow there. Left elbow, the 3-1. Inside, walked him. Get that leadoff man on. Got some speed on first now. Again, a leadoff man on for the Gold Digger. Joe will say big hello to Davis and goes down in Johns Creek this evening. Glad he's tuned into our broadcast. Glad you joined us, Mr. Dave. I know you got football season right around the corner just as we do, so good luck to the Panthers of Georgia State this season. Brandon Prince comes to the plate. Brandon won for three tonight's game. He'll stand in, try to move some guys over right here. Center fielder squares to bump, pulls back, takes one high. Third baseman, Mitch Whit McConnell, Walt McConnell, stands in on the edge of the grass. One good full step. O'Neill at first holds the O'Brien on. Trepanier checks the runner. No, nice and high in there to Brandon Prince. Almost hit him. And now Jan will go out and talk to his pitcher, Connor Trepanier. First baseman will join him too and say, hey, dude, don't need to do that. And then... Brandon goes down to talk to the skipper, Mike Owens, getting some instruction. Brandon and coach turns and walks away. Brandon comes back to home plate. Jan comes back to behind the plate. Brandon Prince will stand in with a 2-0 count. Theo Bryan on first after the leadoff walk. On deck is Matt Rose. The pitch. Bunning right out in front. Trepanier going to take it, flip over to first. Had to throw a one-hopper over to the first baseman. We got the outfielder's choice to uh, sacrifice by Prince to move Theo over to second. Joe, I was about to say the blind guy because see that one coming from that standpoint. You thought he might play down the bunt. He couldn't make it out, but he gets a sacrifice, puts Theo on second. And nice job to get the speedster down at second. Now a solid base hit will bring should bring Theo around. Let's let Matt Rose get a hit right here. Matt is way overdue for a base hit. Come on, Matthew. Hitless in this, this series. Get a big one right here, buddy. Put it all behind you and get a hit. Hit the pitch. There it is, a base hit out into right center. That one's going to go. Here comes Theo, Theo coming around third. And it's going to be a stand-up double. Matt Rose trying for three. He's going to make it into third with a sliding triple. How about that? What a time for his bat to come alive. He is pumped up and so is the dugout. A run-scoring triple for Matt Rose. Great piece of hitting first pitch. He just drove that one out into right center and drove in. Theo Bryant with an insurance run makes it three to nothing. And coming up the plate, the Corey big stick, Collins. Corey Collins. Corey Collins. Corey's one for two tonight. The big homer back in the fourth inning, the leadoff man that inning. 
walked and left stranded back in the fifth. Pitching him real easy, and guess what? They're going to automatically put him on first base without a pitch thrown. All right, it's a ring of Riley Stanford. That's an IW, as I call it, an intentional walk. And respect is what I call it. A lot of guys say, oh, you ought to pitch to me, but that's respect. If they worry about you that much, because they're probably setting up a double play if they can, too. You tell us what's going to happen, Joe. Look for a bunt. It might. You never can tell. Riley legged one out a few minutes ago on a base hit back in the fourth. He is one for three tonight. Riley stands in, third baseman, right that close to the edge of the grass, not on it. Everybody else at regular depth. O'Neill holds the man on it first, the pitch. Riley swinging a little bit late as he hits that one right over just to, towards the on-deck man, which is our catcher, Kel Strickland. I was going to say squeeze play, as Meatloaf says. <laughs> Matt Rose at third. Corey Collins at first. Trepanier checks the runner at first. The pitch to Stanford. Runner goes. They're going to throw through. The runner will be out at second base. Wow. They get him out at second. He is out two to six on the putout for out number two. Good job by Yon. Yep, and Road. Good, good job by Yon to throw it down and hit the shortstop Corville right where he needed to hit him right there and bounced up right into it. Did our E.H. Collins, Stanford now at the plate with a 1-1 count. That one bounced up, 2-1. and one. If they were to throw one away, that scores a run too, possibly. Yes, sir. That would be nice. Yeah, curveball in the dirt, as Coach Colley says. Come on down, third baseline, Matt Rose. Two balls, one strike, two outs, the pitch. Almost did right there. He did not go. It's ball three, three and one. Three balls, one strike, two outs. Trepanier looking into his catcher. Ellis Yawn. The 3-1. Outside walked him. That'll bring up Kale Strickland. Kale, one for two in the night. And there comes the skipper. We might have another pitching change right here, Mike. I believe we did. I think we will because he pitched back on Wednesday. So here he is. Steve Smith comes out. He's going to make the call to the bullpen as a pitching change second place for the Columbus Shadowhoots. Gainesville on top, 3-0 here in the seventh inning of play as you're tuned to Go Diggers. Playoff baseball on 97.5 Glory FM. Murphy's Law says if something can go wrong, it will. Like your air conditioning going out on the hottest day yet, But Brooks Law says, don't wait in the heat. I'm Brooke with Conditioned Air Systems. And if your air stops working this summer, you have two choices. Wait a while until someone else can get there or call us anytime for fast service. So if you don't like to wait, especially in a hot house, remember to obey Brooks Law. Call us at 1-800-AC-REPAIR. Conditioned Air Systems and Train, keeping North Georgia comfortable. Charlie King from King Green back with us, and we're talking about making sure your lawn has grass in it, but not weeds. How do we do that? Call King Green. Right now, most lawns have some weeds. We've had a lot of rain. The weeds are growing. King Green has the right system and the right products to get those weeds out of your lawn, get it healthy, get it green, 
get it moving for the year. Yeah, you can do post and pre-emergent, right? Absolutely. Yeah, check them out. King Green Online, kinggreen.com. On the phone, 770-536-7611. Call them today. Now, back to the game on 97.5 Glory FM. And Coach T. Smith making the call to the bullpen, Joe, and you can sort of feel it now. 3 nothing in favor of the home team. Connor Foles will step in now. Connor is, uh, let me get my stuff here, 13 innings. I only started one. He's pitched, only pitched 21 innings this season. His 25-5 and five strikeout to walk ratio, giving up 11 runs, eight of them earned, 3.42 ERA on the season. Connor is from Columbus, Georgia, and pitches at Mercer University as a couple of his teammates and opposing teammates play at Mercer. And Joe, if I'm not bad mistaken, he was the second pitcher used a seven back on Wednesday. He went two and two thirds innings. Let me look right here and see if I can help out on that. Uh, Foles, 30 strikes, 21 balls is what he threw the other night. So that would be probably two and two thirds is probably correct. It doesn't tell me that on this. Yeah, he came in for Brian Trapanian. Trapanian, yep. Yep. All right, so Foles is up. Kel Strickland is the hitter. Runners on the corners. Rose at third. Stanford at first. Two outs, one run in. First pitch from Foles. Curveball, outside corner, strike one. So he brings a little bit different look right there with that good curveball right there, Mike. Oh, one pitch. Two outs. Bottom of the seventh. The 0-1. Big curveball from over the top that time, 0-2. Kell needs to protect the plate. Maybe get a nice hit right there and get that man in from third. Let's go, Big Daddy. Commissioner Todd Pratt joining us up in the box. Good to see you, Commissioner. All right, good to see the Commissioner. The 0-2 pitch by Foles. Here it is. Inside, 1-2. and two. Runners on the corners for Gainesville. 3-0, they lead it here in the bottom of the seventh inning. Sunbelt League championship game. Gainesville leads the series 1-0 in the three best of three. The 1-2 from Foles. Here it is. Bounced away. Is it going to be in time? Here comes Matt. Slides in safe. So... Call the wild pitch. Wild pitch. Wild pitch that yep. scores the run, making it four nothing in favor of the Gold Diggers. Big time. We broke that curveball off way, way in front of the plate. Jan never had a chance on it, and everybody, both guys, moved up 90 feet. Matt Rose comes in and scores, moves Stanford down to second, and now Kel Strickland at the plate with two-two count. A pitch from Foles. Here it is. Ball three, three and two. So that runs credit, by the way, to Japan. Your mm-hmm. it is the payoff pitch now coming to Kel Strickland. Strickland awaits the three-two pitch. Sure, taking her time. 
There it is. Oh, swung on a miss, struck him out for round number three. They'll do it for the Diggers, but two big insurance runs here in the seventh inning of play will go to the top half of the eighth. It's now Gainesville four, Columbus nothing is your two to Sunbelt League playoff baseball of 97.5 Glory FM. I know you have lots of outdoor plans for the summer, but make sure you take care of yourself with a trip to Riverside Pharmacy. They have everything you need from sunscreen to suntan lotion to the things you need to soothe those horrible sunburns. Plus, they have all of the over-the-counter and prescription needs for those pesky summertime allergies and colds. So before you hit the road for your vacation, make sure you stop by Riverside Pharmacy across from City Park, serving Gainesville for over 60 years. The Gainesville Gold Diggers want to thank all of the fans for making this season a success. The Gold Diggers are looking for their second straight Sunbelt League championship, and they are thankful for all of the support of the local community. Thank you very much for coming to the games, listening to the radio broadcast, and watching the games on YouTube this season. The goal is to win another Sunbelt League championship for the fans in Gainesville. Micah Owings and Richie Casper say thank you to all of the sponsors of the team and all of the Gold Diggers fans for another successful season. Gainesville Gold Diggers Baseball on 97.5 Glory FM. Uh, the commissioner has left the press box and thanks to Todd Pratt. Nice comments by him. They love listening to our broadcast this season. We appreciate him tuning in to the broadcast of Sunbelt League Baseball all summer long with Joe and I here on 97.5 Glory FM as we're six outs away from championship. LS Yon. Connor O'Neill, Walt McConnell up two, three, and four for the Chattahoots. Maddox Thornton. Maddox Thornton up on the hill again in his uh, fourth inning of work. He pitched a third of an inning in the fifth and sixth and seventh. Two, three, and four here in this inning. Ellis Yon. I'll tell you something, Joe. The yes. commissioner is a former catcher in major leagues. Yep. A big hand. It, it filled that catcher's mitt. Yeah, yeah, he's got a big old hand, that's for sure. Big old guy. The uh, Yon takes the first one outside, one and zero. Oh. Second one by Maddox is high, two and zero. Oh. Don't overthrow, just throw to the mitt, young man. Just throw to the mitt, let the defense play behind you. Quick little story, Joe. The commissioner used to play minor league baseball back with our news anchor. Dan Brown, they played in sure the same league, I think, back in the day. Not the same team, but the same league. Check swing will go foul. Riley Stanford plays it, though. Two balls, one strike now. Dan, so we remember was Todd Pratt back in the day. So, Dandy Dan Brown and Todd Pratt played baseball together. What did Dan? What position did Dan play? That was a pitcher, but again, I don't think they played the same team. They're just in the same league. That's cool. 2-1 pitch. Curveball stayed high. 3-1. and one. Of course, the commissioner made it all the way to the bigs. Mm-hmm. Played the show. Thor? I think the New York Mets. And I won't I swear to that one, but, uh, Judge, I'll, I'll let you know later on. 3-1. Swung on a miss. 3-2 and two now. Full count. Another full count. To Ellis Yawn. Maddox Thornton looks and gets his sign from Kel Strickland. The pitch. Here it is. Foul back right here underneath us. Still three and two. Just to be safe, too. Kyle Roper's ready. And Halton Hardy brings out some new baseballs to the umpire. 
Tosses another one to him. Roper down in the pen throwing a few. The payoff pitch now to Ellis Yawn. Swung on a miss, struck him out. Looking strong out there on the mound for the Gold Diggers. Connor O'Neill will come to the plate over three tonight. Yeah, dangerous hitter here. Yes, he is. Connor O'Neill comes into the season, or into tonight, excuse me, leading hitter on the team at 402. He's two for four on Wednesday. Tonight, he is 0 for three. Let's make him 0 for four right here, Maddox Thornton. First pitch to him, squares to bunt, pulls back, ball inside, 1-0. I've talked so many times during the season about pitching Cole Munhall and Maddox Thornton, an outstanding job. It's a three-hitter so far, right? Mm, correct, sir. The pitch, low, 2-0. Maddox a little low, or a little overthrowing on that one, I mean. And, Joe, that's impressive for the team that won the regular season. The 2-0 pitch from Thornton. Here it is. Ground ball. Riley Stanford does play it. He'll take it himself. Three unassisted for out number two. McConnell now. Walt McConnell, number 33, the third baseman, will come to the plate. 0 for 2. Got hit by a pitch. Last time up, stole a base. Got stranded at third. To end the inning when Schmidt struck out. O'Connell, Midland, Georgia, just outside of Columbus. Outside, 1-0. McConnell on the season, 244 coming in. The pitch, high chopper down into the right outside to dugout. One of the guys from Columbus comes out and knocks it down. We'll play it. One ball, one strike, two outs. Top of the eighth inning. The pitch. Swung on a missed. Strike two. One and two. Maddox finding his groove, Michael. The one-two to McConnell. Fouled back over the top. Still one and two. Well, he has been so good all year long for the Gold Diggers. Maddox. On the season I mentioned earlier, five and two. The pitch outside, just a bit outside, and I mean just a bit. Two and two now. Two balls, two strikes, two outs. Top of the eighth inning. Pitch by Thornton. Struck on and missed. Struck him out. Three up. Three down, go the hoots here in the eighth inning of play. We'll go the bottom half of the eighth. It's Gainesville four, Columbus nothing. It's your two to Gold Diggers playoff baseball on 97.5 Glory FM. 80, 85, 90, 95? No, that's not the temperature outside. That's inside your house if your AC dies. How well do you think you'll sleep that night? 
Hi, this is Brooke from Conditioned Air Systems, and if you want a good night's sleep all the time, call Conditioned Air Systems for a complete tune-up by one of our certified technicians. That way, when the temperature goes up, it will only be outside. Call 1-800-AC-REPAIR or visit ConditionedAirSystems.com. Conditioned Air Systems and Train, keeping North Georgia cool. Charlie King is with us from King Green, and Charlie, I often hear you talk about aeration. I'm wondering, why is that so important for the lawn? Aeration relieves compaction in these heavy clay soils. It'll also let some roots grow. It just makes your lawn healthier and happier all year long. Please give us a call when you can at 770-536-7611 or kinggreen.com. Take care of it, folks, because they know what they're doing. Over 35 years locally owned and operated by this guy right here. The Gainesville Gold Diggers play here on 93 FM WGTJ. And we go to the bottom half of the eighth inning. Joe and Mike with you and Coach Steve Smith making another pitching change. His fourth pitcher of the night, Joe. Bryce Valero from Fortson, Georgia, Murray State University, where he plays his college ball at. Um, Valero, let me find him on my list. Three games is all he's pitched in. Three innings, Mike. Struck out four, walked none. His ERA is 3.00. Giving up one run. It was earned. So Valero has very sparingly been used this season. Want to see what he can do, I guess, since the uh, last guy gave up some runs. They decided they'd try a new guy here in the eighth inning. It might be the last, hopefully, be the last inning of hitting for Gainesville this season. Right, two points there, Joe. Could be the last at-bat for the Gold Diggers this season. Also, you got to wonder if Steve Smith's running out pitching. Yeah, he might be. you may got a good point right there. You know, he came in with arguably his ace tonight uh, that, uh, that he started with with Turner. Now, .66 ERA, 40.140, 130 innings pitched, 50 strikeouts uh, coming into the season or coming into tonight, and that's probably the, the workhorse, the lead dog, if you will. And uh, he did a good job. He just gave up them two hit two runs early on, and, you know, Gainesville's been able to hold on to it between Cole Munhall and Maddox Thornton. Well, the Gold Diggers scored two in the fourth, two in the seventh, two huge insurance runs there yep. in the seventh inning of play. What's well, been all zeros. For the Chattahoots, it's 4 nothing Gainesville in the bottom of the eighth. And uh, Bryce Roddy will come to the plate, number four. Roddy is one, or excuse me, two for three tonight. He was two for three the other night, four for six in the series, two-game series so far. David Lewis, Zach Zara due up for the Diggers here in the bottom of the eighth inning. 4-8-0 for the Diggers, 0-3-0 for the Hoots. Roddy stands in. Left-hander awaits the first pitch from Valero. Outside corner call, strike one. Joe, remember what I said earlier, though, get into their bullpen. Yep, yep. And see how effective the diggers can be. And exactly. I think that's worked for them tonight, thank goodness. The 0-1 pitch by Valero. Swung and a missed. 0-2. Roddy, just a batting glove. He'll step back in now. We'll have the MVP of the series announced after the game. They'll, Coach Todd Proud will give the championship trophy out unless Columbus comes back to tight. Swung and a miss. Strike out for Bryce Roddy, his second of the night. He's two for Third four now. Impressive start, though, for the Chattahoots pitcher. Yep, David Lewis. 
will come to the plate. Seventh strikeout by Chad Hoots pitching. You know, bad part about that strikeout, you know that Bryce did not want to end the season yep. at home with a strikeout. Yeah, exactly. He'd gotten on two times in a row. He loved to. He got on a third time. David Lewis stands in. David is one for two tonight. One for three tonight, excuse me. That curveball stayed inside on him the whole time. One and oh now to the third baseman of the Gold Diggers. The pitch from Bolero. Here it is. Curveball stayed low. Yeah. Really, I say here it is. It looks like about delivering, and he hesitates another four or five seconds. 2-0 and now. Is that and drifted low? Two balls, no strikes to David Lewis. Singled. Left stranded a second back in the fourth. That one is low. 3-0. and Again, the Gold Diggers three outs away from their second straight Sun Belt League championship. And it'd be really, really cool if they could win it at home, Michael. Won it on the road last year. Let's win it at home tonight. A 3-0. Inside, almost hitting him. It'll walk him. So, David Lewis down at first with a walk. Joe, just let you know, back in Michael Owings' days here at Gainesville High, we had those state championships. Yep. Every time they won a state championship at home, they took a dip out there into the lake. <laughs> I'd be curious if we might see that tonight. Uh, who knows? Zach Zara comes to the plate. 0 for 3 tonight. Zach would love to come up with a hit right here. First pitch to him from Valero. It's big cut by Zach. And a ball that dropped down and in on him. 0 and 1. He came to the ball game back on Wednesday, Joe, in that seventh inning as a pinch hitter for the Gold Diggers and got on. The odd part about that is there, he's not even listed on the stats, game stats, as a as a player that night. Huh. Yep. Foul tipped into the glove. Now I'm looking at the stats right now, and they've got, they've got Murphy, Mitchum, Gidry, Lewis, Roddy Strickland, Stanford, Collins, Rose, Prince, and Bryant. Yeah, he came in as a pinch hitter. Yep. He played third base. Anyway. Game. Yep. All right. 0-2 on Zach. Pitch from Valero. Swung and a missed for out number two. All right. Theo Bryant now will come to the plate. Theo walked and scored on the triple from Matt Rose. His last time up back in the seventh inning. Theo, 0 for 2 tonight. Three home runs on the season. Again, possibly your last at bat. Yep, first pitch to him is outside. Bryant, 17 RBIs. Led the league briefly with the three home runs earlier in the season. Been hitting the ball a little bit better here later in the season. One ball, no strikes. Throw over to first to keep David Lewis close. I mentioned earlier, Joe, he's really cut down on his strikeouts. Yes. You see, he'd be making better contact. Big thing got watch that Theo. Theo can bun his way on as far back as that third baseman's playing. Who knows? The 1-0 pitch to Bryant. Here it is. Inside corner, 1-1. One one. <clears throat> Valero. 
Gonna stand up. Gets his sign from his catcher, Ellis Yon. The pitch, the 1-1 to Bryant. Inside out swing, hit it over the first base dugout. For strike two, one and two. Due up in the top of the ninth, Parker Lester, Johnson, Matabushin, and Carter Smith, barring any substitution from Coach Smith, which we could see. Theo stands in. Well, the one-two counts. The pitch. Low and away, two and two. Good eye by number 15 right there. Tennessee Tech. Man, got on what appears to be the Middle Tennessee State helmet. High pop-up. The first baseman O'Neill is chasing it. The catcher's chasing it. It'll be out of play. Still be strike two. Yeah, not me a Tennessee Tech helmet. It's supposed to be a dark blue helmet he's got on. Theo left for the right fielder tonight. He's played everywhere in outfield this season. Been right field here lately. Well, him and Kyle Hanley, Hanley in the outfield issue, you just about had the outfield cover with the two guys. The 2-2 pitch with two outs. Here it is. The runner goes. High chopper. The shortstop takes it. He'll hold it, and they're going to tag the man out at third, going around second, because they thought he was going to throw him out. Oh, my goodness. David Lewis ran himself out of, out of the inning right there. So that's three outs. I'll do it for the diggers here in the ninth. The eighth inning of play will go the top half of the ninth, three outs away from a championship. The score, Gainesville 4, Columbus nothing. is your tune to Gold Diggers Playoff Baseball on 97.5 Glory FM. 97.5 Glory FM is WGTJ Murrayville Gainesville and W248DL Murrayville Gainesville. I know you have lots of outdoor plans for the summer, but make sure you take care of yourself with a trip to Riverside Pharmacy. They have everything you need from sunscreen to suntan lotion to the things you need to soothe those horrible sunburns. Plus, they have all of the -the over-the-counter and prescription needs for those pesky summertime allergies and colds. So before you hit the road for your vacation, make sure you stop by Riverside Pharmacy across from City Park, serving Gainesville for over 60 years. The Gainesville Gold Diggers want to thank all of the fans for making this season a success. The Gold Diggers are looking for their second straight Sun Belt League championship, and they are thankful for all of the support of the local community. Thank you very much for coming to the games, listening to the radio broadcast, and watching the games on YouTube this season. The goal is to win another Sun Belt League championship for the fans in Gainesville. Micah Owings and Richie Casper say thank you to all of the sponsors of the team and all of the Gold Diggers fans for another successful season. Gainesville Gold Diggers Baseball on 97.5 Glory FM. So we go to the top half of the ninth inning, game two of this best of three championship series. Gainesville leading one game to them. They are three outs away from victory as they lead the Columbus Shadowhoots by a score of four to nothing. Kyle Roper is coming in to wrap it up for the Gold Diggers. Kyle Roper, 15 games. 36 and one-third innings, 50 strikeouts, events 12 walks, 
giving up 12 runs, nine of them earned. He has a three win, no loss record, one save, and a 2.22 ERA. Kyle's pitched very well here, basically all season. The last few weeks he's done very well. You got Lester, Manabusen, and Schmidt up, new up for the Chattahoots. Oh, we saw him against the Monsters, Joe, in that semifinal series. He got the win back on Wednesday night in relief. Let's see what he can do right here. Who would the winner be tonight? Maddox? Since he came in, didn't he? His cold didn't make it through the fifth. Parker Lester will come to the plate. See what he can do right here. Maddox came in and did a super job. Kind of scared us a little bit. But Parker Lester will stand in. Lester 0 for 3. A couple of Ks. First pitch to him from Roper. Strike on the outside corner. 0 and 1. Bring in the heat. That's what we like to see. I don't think that the skipper could have drawn it up much better than this with his pitchers, Mike. Kyle stands in. Roper the pitch. 0-2 with a swing and a miss there by Lester. And I have Manibusen. no idea who's going to be the MVP. Joe, with me, the MVP is Micah Owings. Yep, he's done a good job with rotating men in and out. I tell you what, with the way they came through that game three win, the pitcher, Jonah Walker pitching a well of a game. They got what they needed on Tuesday night and now or Wednesday night, now tonight. File back to the screen. Owen oh, two and our cameraman jumped right there. I saw him out of the corner of my eye. Standing over and he jumped. I saw you. <laughs> well Al did the other night, so don't feel bad. Al Al almost caught one right at him the other night. The O two pitch now by Kyle Roper to Parker Lester. There it is. Outside one and two. Strickland held there for just a moment to see if he might get the call. One ball, two strikes. Kyle Roper comes set. The one-two pitch. Swung on a miss, struck him out. Two outs away from the championship. And again, another strikeout, another impressive performance when it comes to strikeouts for the Gold Diggers. That is 14 on the night, Mike. And they've averaged double figures all season long. Yep. Jonathan Manabusen, two for three tonight, three for seven in the two-game series. The left fielder stands in, right-handed hitter. Left fielder stands in. The first pitch to him. Strike one call, top of the zone. 0 and 1. Hearing a little chatter from the first base side now with the fans, parents, players from Gainesville getting excited. The pitch. Ground ball foul. David Lewis gives it an effort, but it's foul. 1 and 0 and 2 now. Carter Schmidt is. Scheduled to bat next. He's one for three tonight. The pitch by Roper. High. One and two. Again, two straight batters here in the ninth. He's got a hit up. 
down two. And that's a, always a good thing. If you get ahead of them, you can waste a pitch if you need to. You just don't want to give him any, anything to hit. The one-two pitch. Fouled off the first base side. Still one and two. One ball, two strikes. One man out. Top of the ninth inning. Sunbelt League Championship game. Gaines will lead it four to nothing. Here from Ivy Watson. Mike and Joe with you throughout the home game season. Hope to bring you home a championship right now. The pitch. Swung on a miss to drop. They're going to throw it down to first for the out. Two, three on the put out after the strikeout. Two men down. Mr. George Groover is telling us goodbye. He's headed home for the night. Bless you, man. Thank you, man. Good to see you, George. He is a, I tell you what, name me the adjective. He is the best. Yeah, he is. He's a super guy. Been around. We figured out tonight he'd been around Gainesville High for 75 well, years. Well, he's 88 years old, yep. okay. He started coming to the City Park football when he was five. Yes. So 83 years at City Park. Been involved with some way or another for 70 years with Gainesville High Sports. Bless him. Great man is still out here. What was he doing when we got here tonight? He was helping clean up here behind the, behind the press box. Carter Schmidt, the last hope. First pitch is hit over here to the third base side out of play as our catcher, Kel Strickland, saying out, 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 making sure that nobody hurts themselves. One final thing about George Groover. If you think Gainesville sports, the whole city of Gainesville sports, you think George Groover. You think George Groover. He's George, been there. George has been in just about everything for sure. You see him at some little league games. I tell you what, he loves the sports for sure. The 0 one pitch now to Schmidt. Kyle Roper looks in, gets his sign from Kel Strickland. Two men down, looking for one more. The pitch. Foul back to the screen, 0-2. Again, third straight batter. He's got ahead 0-2. No balls, two strikes. Two men out. I'm sitting on the edge of my seat. Mike, and I'm up here with you. Roper off to the side of the mound. Now he gets up on top of the hill. Digs in. Gets his sign from Kale Strickland. Comes set. The 0-2 pitch to Schmidt. Here it is. Fly ball out into left. Man, and they win. Brandon Saxora makes the grab, and there come the Gold Diggers, and they win the Sun Belt League Championship in 2023. Back-to-back champions. The Gold Diggers win. Final score, Gainesville four, Columbus nothing. They wrap up the season 24-9, and and the – Chattahoots in the year 23 and 9. The Gold Diggers finished second during the regular season, and they wrap up the championship here with the playoffs. You hear some fireworks, some fireworks going yep, off. They got some fireworks going out there behind the, the left field wall, and everybody is pumped up. I don't blame the kids are out there having Thank a you. ball. That is fantastic. Congratulations to Mike Owens and his staff. We're going to have, we're, yeah, we're going to have a, a long extended post game show celebrating the championship. Mike is going to come up and join us. Tom Pratt, the commissioner, is going to present the championship trophy, MVP, and much more. We're back in two minutes. As your team, the Gold Diggers Championship Baseball on 97.5 Glory FM. 
Murphy's Law says if something can go wrong, it will, like your air conditioning going out on the hottest day yet. But Brooks Law says don't wait in the heat. I'm Brooke with Conditioned Air Systems. And if your air stops working this summer, you have two choices. Wait a while until someone else can get there or call us anytime for fast service. So if you don't like to wait, especially in a hot house, remember to obey Brooks Law. Call us at 1-800-AC-REPAIR. Conditioned Air Systems and Train, keeping North Georgia comfortable. Talking with Charlie King with King Green. And Charlie, we really got wallop with that cold weather. We really did. There's a lot of tree and shrub damage out there. Most of that is temporary, and it'll come back. But there's going to be some dead plants this year. Give us a call. Let us come out. We'll do an evaluation. We'll check your shrubbery. We'll see what's damaged and what's not. And then we can make a decision on whether to prune or replace. Get it done and get it done right with King Green. Find them at kinggreen.com or 770-536-7611. I know you have lots of outdoor plans for the summer, but make sure you take care of yourself with a trip to Riverside Pharmacy. They have everything you need from sunscreen to suntan lotion to the things you need to soothe those horrible sunburns. Plus, they have all of the -the over-the-counter and prescription needs for those pesky summertime allergies and colds. So before you hit the road for your vacation, make sure you stop by Riverside Pharmacy across from City Park, serving Gainesville for over 60 years. The Gainesville Gold Diggers want to thank all of the fans for making this season a success. The Gold Diggers are looking for their second straight Sunbelt League championship, and they are thankful for all of the support of the local community. Thank you very much for coming to the games, listening to the radio broadcast, and watching the games on YouTube this season. The goal is to win another Sunbelt League championship for the fans in Gainesville. Micah Owings and Richie Casper say thank you to all of the sponsors of the team and all of the Gold Diggers fans for another successful season. Gainesville Gold Diggers Baseball on 97.5 Glory FM. All right, ball. See you. Well, we are back here celebrating the championship as the Gold Diggers had the fireworks go off and now Congratulations, Corey Collins has been named the playoffs MVP as the Gold Diggers win by a final score of four to We're going to have an extended postgame show here on 97.5 Glory FM. Glad to be with us. Time to celebrate, Joe. It is. I'll tell you what, a super game. We'll talk about some of the stats here in a minute, but the final line score, no runs, three hits. And no errors from Columbus, seven men left on base. Nobody reached base after the sixth inning. Then for Gainesville, four runs, eight hits, no errors. Mike, three games in a row, three of the biggest wins of the year, no errors in none of those games. Awesome job by the defense for the Gold Diggers. Eight men left on base. Fifteen strikeouts and two walks by the Gold Diggers pitching tonight. Led by, I'll go back over here, you had, uh, in, excuse me, Cole Munhall wound up with uh, three, four, six. Then we had uh, five, seven by Maddox and two in that last inning by Kyle Roper. Super pitching job by those three, holding that uh, really good team from Columbus to three hits and no runs tonight. They're donning their Sunbelt League Championship T-shirts Congratulations to them on a wonderful season, 24-9. and 
and they finished with tied the record-wise tied with Columbus. No, they finished twenty-three. They 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 went the regular season twenty-one and and seven, went two and two in the playoffs, Joe. Okay. Well, according to the stats I pulled off of the website today, the so anyway that they're they wound up a twenty-four and nine by the stats I have, and uh, they'll get the picture made and even got the Antoine Wetchell who threw out the first pitch tonight taking pictures with him. Congratulations to Corey Collins, MVP of the Sunbelt League Tournament, presented by Rollins. As after enough, he's got the silver back, Coach Todd Pratt does, the commissioner of the league. And he is walking around, and everybody's out there making pictures and doing, turning their hats around, making dozens of pictures as we knew they would. The skipper's going to join us here in a little bit after they stop celebrating. And congratulations to Steve Smith and his Chattahoots on a good season, another good season. It's become a good rivalry between these two teams, Mike, that uh, for the last three years. It's been between them the last two, and Gainesville won it down there last year, won it up here this year. Well, that's been the history for the Chattahoos. This is only our third year of existence. They came into the league back in the 21 season, and then this year in their third year, they win the regular season championship, a game better than the Gold Diggers mm-hmm. this year. And so you look at uh, how this thing worked out from the standpoint of what the diggers did. And so it really impressed to see what Chad, the Chad's have done and also with the diggers. We said we've gone back from our first year of broadcasting. Here's our third year of broadcasting the games. The two premier programs that Tom Fred's got to look at of this eight-team league right now are the Columbus Shadows and the games of Gold Diggers because I, I, the ownership, they're doing it right, Joe. I agree with you 100%, Mike. And I tell you, you know, you mentioned early on, where what team in the league, and I don't think there is one that has not one, not two, but three former major leaguers working with these with this talent that comes in, and because of the talent that Coach Owens and Coach Carpenter and Coach John Mark Owens know and bring into the to the community to play with us, and the the, the families that get involved and are, and and help host the host homes and everything else really contributes everything to this games with Gold Diggers team. Both the Chattahoots and the Gold Diggers treat these teams as minor league teams they do they do and to me that's what this league is since you we mentioned it last year a lot this year since the rookie league went away uh before the covid year after the covid year this to me is the rookie league now and by evidence of three of our guys being able to sign uh minor league contracts this season which is awesome you know this is just that stepping stone to keep doing it i tell you what couldn't be prouder of these guys and i know that the three guys if they're not playing tonight hopefully they're listening to us and uh, congratulations to your contributions on the season. And I'm sure Coach Owens has got a shirt waiting on you, fellas. Looking forward to that, too. Yeah, for us, too, we're extra large. About two extra large, by the way, <laughs> Coach, from that standpoint. Yep. And looking to maybe add something to our sports center at 97.5 Glory FM. We'll see if I can buy a hat after the game. It was on sale this evening. But congratulations to C. Smith and the Columbus Chattahoots. They play in an old minor league ballpark. It's almost 100 years old. Yep. They're at historic Golden Park which is seeing a lot of history in that, that ballpark. Mm-hmm. And they've had as many as 2,500 people at ball games. Uh, they were saying the other night they had like 800 people at the mm-hmm. game, which is incredible. If you were seeing that here in this ballpark, it'd be something to see. And hopefully here in the next year or two, you're going to finally see this place, which is 36 years old, 37 seasons old now. You're going to see some major changes made to this place to really upgrade it. Well, and, you know, the, the field's held up well. A uh, lot of heat, a lot of rain. Uh, this summer in our nine weeks, Mike, and, and you know, a great crowd at 4th of July, good crowds throughout the season, really good crowd tonight, a lot of kids 
are enjoying themselves out here on the field. And I think the buy-in that Coach Owens and Coach Carpenter have with the youth programs in this community means a lot just Great to everybody. Point. And that's going to bring in more and more people to watch the games. Because I remember back before I got involved with American Legion Ball, you know, probably my, I guess, what would be my eighth grade and ninth grade year, you know, hey, Dad, can we go down to, to watch the Legion? Sure, we went because, you know, Mark was playing, mm-hmm. Jody was playing, and we went and watched them two or three years before I even got involved with them for two or three years. So well, we tell it too, Joe, is that with the marketing skills of owner Richie Casper, who works in video games in Japan, where he lives yep. most of the years in Japan, he comes back here during the summertime to, to be with the team. Mm-hmm. And his brother Ryan, who has some outstanding marketing skills, a coach here at Gainesville, the voice at PA at City Park, and, and of course, works the family business there with their pool business. But you see their skills, and we got I guess, some great ideas mm-hmm. to draw people in and make each game that people go to an event. Well, and, and that's what it is. I mean, you know, I didn't get to see the, the, the fireworks last year, but this year it was an event. We had a huge crowd, had the food trucks out a few nights this year. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we had farmhouse barbecue down tonight for that's the second or third time down doing barbecue. I think they sold out of the barbecue tonight early on. And, you know, super <laughs> folks, and they, they'd, uh, you know, come out there. They love coming down. They enjoyed coming down. Had their little three-year-old uh, who will be four Thanksgiving Day was down, uh, I'll say harassing mom and dad <laughs> as they're trying to work tonight. <laughs> Because uh, Dave made a joke, he said, "Hey, if y'all want to auction them off there before the game." <laughs> uh, so, but anyway, as we as we joke around, and uh, on a on a winning night, Coach Owen said on Monday that the goal was to win three in a row, and they achieved that goal this week with three really superb games. A uh, little shaky on Wednesday, but they were able to get it. Matt Rose winds up being the hitting champ for the league. Awesome! Congratulations, Congratulations. to Matt Rose. Our own second baseman this year, he struggled at the plate at times, but a huge, huge triple for an insurance run there in the eighth inning to drive in Theo Bryant. He's been saying he was way over to you, and doggone it, if he didn't hit one all the way to the wall and was able to run around and get up to third on that one. So good luck to him. And then scored. Yep, and then came in and scored on the wild pitch to give us the two insurance runs back in the eighth inning. I tell you what, that uh, super night for the ball guy, for the guys, that was back in the seventh inning, excuse me. And uh, you wonder, I know I know Halton Hardy, who's coached first base, he had some arm injury during his season, basically a Tommy John stuff. And so he hopes to be back next year. And he was a big contributor last year for our gold diggers. We hope to have a lot of these guys back again next year. All the guys that are underclassmen, I think they'll be back. Um, the ones obviously that won are the guys that's already been drafted and signed minor league, which is uh, Kyle Henley, then uh, uh, Jeremiah, Jeremiah Boyd, Blake Wehunt. Blake Wehunt. Those three guys are already up in the majors. And best wishes, good luck to you guys. Hope you have an awesome, awesome career. And uh, see what our guys can do. They're still mingling around down there, talking and chatting, taking pictures, and hopefully the coach will come up his direction in a little bit. He will. And congratulations to. Owner Richie Casper and Ryan and the Casper family to Mike Owings, co-owner and the field manager of this team and really general manager of this team. What a job he does yep. along with Chris Carpenter and John Mark Owings, uh, Coach Owings' brother and Mr. Owings, Jim and his wife who are always here. And it is definitely a family affair here with the Go Diggers. It is. It is. And the whole family's involved. Uh, John Mark's been out here the last few games. Uh, went down there with him the other night, and he's here tonight and, and helped and actually coached third there for uh, half the game tonight. 
uh, coached half the game the other night. When, they, in fact, if I remember what Coach said, Coach Micah said that uh, there got late in the late in the game. He basically turned around and said, uh, "John Mark, I'm done." So John Mark went down and got the seven runs in the last couple <laughs> of innings and uh, got the win for him the other night. So everybody everybody contributes out here for sure. And that's the thing about it too the lineup we mentioned before, Joe, one through nine at times, one mm-hmm. through ten, they all contribute. Yep. They all contribute. They all do a really, really good job. And, uh, you know, tonight even, Theo may not have had a great game, but, you know, he had, had leading the league at one time this year with three home runs, 17 RBIs on the leaders in RBIs. You know, the two our two guys, they'll announce the um, uh, tomorrow probably who the, uh, the, the supposedly six from these two teams uh, combined to make the all-star team. So uh, we'll know tomorrow about that. And so hopefully uh, we'll have Coach up here in a few minutes. I don't see him now, but I'm sure he's wandering around somewhere. I'm sure he'll be up uh, here in a minute as we continue yeah. celebrating here as the Gainesville Gold Diggers have won back-to-back Sunbelt League championships in this Summer League Wooden Bat League, which is made up of eight teams here in the Metro Atlanta and North Georgia area and also two teams playing in Columbus. And the Columbus Chattahoots – they won the regular season championship. They won their first two games in the postseason against the Atlanta Blues in a shorthanded team, and they won by scoring 20 runs in two games. And you saw the Gold Diggers play a third game after that horrible game that took place last Saturday night in a rainy Columbus, a game that should never have been played, but they ended up playing, and Gold Diggers lose that one by a final score. Uh, and that ball got them even forget about how they lost that ball game, but then – they come back on Monday, come here, and they end up winning that ball game, Joe. Yeah. And then had two impressive ball games after falling behind five to one in the game Wednesday night. As the Chattahoots scored single runs in the first, second, third, fourth, and fifth, they led five to one after the Gold Diggers had scored a run in the top half of the fourth inning. But then, after hatching two pitchers that went the first six innings. Coach Steve Smith went to the bullpen, had to use three pitchers in the seventh, two in the eighth, as the Gold Diggers scored three in the seventh, four in the eighth inning back in Columbus on Wednesday, winning by a score of eight to five. Get this, Joe. Looked at my, my stats going back in it. The pitchers for Gainesville did not allow a run after the fifth inning of game number one. That's 13 consecutive scoreless innings for Gold Digger pitchers. Did you pick it up there? And that is impressive that right there as Kyle Roper got the win back on Wednesday night. He wraps things up here in the ninth as Maddox Thornton we got gets the win in relief of Cole Mudhall. And, again, what a job by Cole. Yeah, uh, Cole did a super job in the, in the what, four and a third, four and two-thirds inning. He pitched tonight, Mike, and just couldn't hardly get through that uh, fifth inning. And uh, super game. You know, the guys pitched very well. 15 strikeouts by these guys tonight. Mike, I think the most that you and I had seen at home were 13, and they got 15 tonight, and they just super job, really at times overpowering the uh, Chattahoots. Well, you saw the fact that Cole Munhall went four and two-thirds innings, struck out six, and then Maddox Thornton comes in. He goes three and a was that three a and a third, Mike? Uh-huh. Three and a third. Yep. And he strikes out seven. Yep. And then you have Kyle who comes in. And what a job he did down yep. the stretch. Yes, super job the last four or five games. And really, really super job for the games with Gold Diggers. And, uh, you know, these guys have, have got a lot, not just to hang your hat on from the Summer League Championship you just won, fellas, but think about it. Now you go in to your fall season. You got all the memories, all the stuff you learned during this summer. 
and, and, and college coaches, I mean this respectfully to you, don't change anything that they're working on because if it's working now, it's going to work then, okay? You know, just help them get better uh, between the now and next year so they can come back with us again and, uh, and do it again next year for sure. Let's think about it too. You know that Micah Owings has a great relationship with all the coaches that he worked with these players oh, came he- from. Oh, heavens yes. Heavens yes, yeah. You know, early in the season, uh, I mean, you know, one of the pitchers is, that we saw last year was had a little bit different mechanic thing, mm-hmm. and Coach Carpenter and I had a little chat about it, and he, he said, "Yeah, we changed this," and he started do, started pitching better, you know. And then Kyle Roper comes in and had a little thing where, where when he came set, he would like put his move his glove out and in. Well, tonight he was different. He wasn't moving his glove. He was more turned, had his shoulder turned more to the plate, and uh, he he pitched super. Well, you wow. mentioned Jake. You mentioned about Jake Beaver, yep. who who was was with Georgia State this past year. Mm-hmm. Did not have a very successful freshman year. He goes into the transfer portal. He's going to play in the Peace Belt Conference down at Georgia College down in Milledgeville. Yep. And you saw the change. He I think he's going to be a very successful pitcher there on the Division Two level in the Peach Belt. Therefore, mm-hmm. with the Bobcats. I think he'll do real well down down, down in Milledgeville. You know, they 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 play good ball down there. They got a good schedule all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, I was I was blessed to be able to work with the team way back when they were the Colonials and went to the World Series back in the uh, early '80s. And hopefully, Jake can add to that and and. Uh, push them over the hump where they can get back to the World Series in their division. Again, our season began back on Friday night, June 2nd. It ends here on Friday, August the 4th, nine weeks ago. We started things off. We wrapped things up here with a championship. And congratulations to the Gainesville Gold Diggers. And we'll hopefully have Coach Micah Owings come. I meant to send him a text here to tell him to get up here in a hurry to talk to us here to wrap things up and to get his comments, Joe. Coach, Coach Colley's going to tell him when he goes back down. Yeah, thank you, to Coach Jerry, Jerry Colley. And Coach Jerry Colley, thanks to you, yes. buddy, on your PNS. And we kind of became a family up here, us chatting between the three or four Absolutely. of us with us and the, whoever the players were keeping the uh, the uh, um, PA this year, the, the sound system and the scoreboard. It was really uh, enjoyed the season and all the different scorekeepers come up from the Sun Belt that are assigned by the league. Al's been here the last three or four games and really enjoyed him and, and uh, all the guys are easy to work with. And, you know, luckily for me, when we get here, folks, just to give you all a breakdown, we'll get here a little early. Mike starts doing his thing and he lets me go do my thing, which I go down and I'll get the lineups usually, talk to the coaches, a couple of the players, and then I smooth along, come back up and I'm ready. And it works out pretty good for us. There comes number two pitcher. Now I think the winner, Mr. Mr. Uh, Maddox. Uh, Maddox Thornton right here. Let's Go, let, let's get, Maddox, let's talk to hey, – Let's talk to Maddox talk, Thornton put here. Put your stuff right there and sit down and talk to Mike here, Maddox. All right. Congratulations, Maddox. Yes, sir. Hey, Have this, a seat here, buddy. Hand me this microphone in the middle and yeah. start chatting there, brother. All right, brother. Got that from that standpoint. Congratulations there. Tell us about the game tonight. Uh, you know, I just came in. I want those strikes. Get ahead of uh, batters and, you know, let the, let the ball work. Um, other than that, just got ahead those strikes. That's all it was. Well, I thought it was super to me that, that, that after the Cole pitched a, a well of a ball game, the first four and two-thirds, and, and had, you know, six or seven strikeouts, you came in and got seven more. Boom, boom, boom. And yes, you, you only had one or two batters that you really struggled. If I, That's not probably been a good word, but just had an adversity yeah. with them. You came in and struck the guys out. You were throwing the ball well. Yes, sir. The I seven strikeouts, that, and that's, that's a big thing, is that we've been sitting all year long, Maddox, is that – we, I, I consider you the probably the ace of the staff at times coming out of the bullpen during the season because you had some outstanding games when we needed to come in out of the bullpen and wrap things up for us. Yes, sir. I mean, I, I took that role on and you know, I ran with it because 
It was a great role, and I enjoyed every second of it. So tell us about the importance of winning this championship for the Gold Diggers. Uh, you know, it builds it builds a lot of team chemistry. I mean, I'm going to talk to these guys for the rest of my life. I'm going to remember this all, um, you know, and it, for the town of Gainesville as well. No deal. What's in, what's in, your, in store for you this fall? Uh, I'm, I'm enrolled at uh, Texas A&M Corpus Christi for the fall. Are you really? Good yes, deal. sir. Awesome. Yep. Good deal. Well, the Go so, Islanders. Yes, sir. Go <laughs> Islanders. <laughs> now, when do you have to report out there? Um, the 12th. All right. Well, best yes, of luck to you. We hope, yes, hope you have a super season I out there. I appreciate you guys, yeah, man. You guys, sure. you guys are great. Thank you very much. Congratulations. Thanks, Way to go, we Appreciate guys. it a lot. I think the coach is up here, and he's texting. Yeah. We'll get him over here and let him grab a chair and have him a mic. Okay. There you go. Congratulations, Skipper. Appreciate it, guys. Thank hey, you. Hey, Micah, congratulations. So, tell us about the victory. It was sweet. It was sweet. <laughs> Absolutely. You know, who would have thought that we would three hit those guys and shut them out? That's a great team right there. We battled all year. Uh, hats off to the Columbus Chattahoots and Steve Class Act. Um, so tip my cap to them. But my guys, they fought all year, faced a lot of adversity down the stretch here, having to make all those trips to Columbus. But we got through it, and uh, <laughs> we won it here at home. Well, that was the thing about it. Going back to Wednesday night for a moment, falling behind 5-1, to one, then coming back win that thing 8-5, to five, then you, you're not talking about back on Monday. The goal this week was to win the game Monday night, win Wednesday, then wrap things up here Friday, you did it. Yeah, it worked out, and I told the guys it couldn't be better, you know, situation for us to go down. I mean, it's a tough place to play down there, tough park. They got a rowdy crowd and, uh, again, a great team. So, uh, to go down, you know, and get down 5-1, um, my bullpen, you know, Beaver came in, Jinx came in, Roper finished uh -huh. it out, uh, kept us in the game. Um, and then we put some runs up. I had to put Jamark out at third because I wasn't getting it done. So he got down there at third and put up a seventh spot for us. <laughs> and did that in the seventh and eighth inning yeah. for the Golden. We talk about being a family affair. Tell us about really the importance between you, your brother John Mark, your mom and dad here, and then with the relationship you got with the, the Casper. It's really something special. Yeah, I, and I can't. First of all, I can't say enough for the Casper family. Richie's, uh, you know, since he's come on board, we've won two. Two titles now, and, yep. and he just Rose, he teaches. Uh, you know, he treats our guys uh, with first class respect. Takes care of them, takes care of us, and uh, I know he's in Japan listening, and I know he was watching the whole game. He's already been texting me, and um, and then my family. Yeah, I can't say enough. My, my parents poured probably as much sweat into this as I have this year, and then uh, you know, Jamark adding Jamark down the stretch, work with my hitters and coach third some. Just another, uh, you know, a, a baseball mind in the dugout to bounce things off of. And, mm -hmm. and then also, you know, Josh has been out here, my other brother some. And, uh -huh. and then obviously Carpenter, you can't get better than Carpenter. No doubt about that. As we talked to Micah Owings, the manager of the 2023 Sunbelt League champions, back-to-back -back titles. And that's history right there because, you know, there have not been that many teams in Sunbelt League history go back-to-back. No, and I don't know how many have. Uh, I think the Crackers have. I think the Bucks have. Yep, those uh, are two. Outside of that, yeah, that's I don't it. know. Um, I don't know if any of three-peated, so I'm already working on some of these guys tonight. <laughs> uh, working on some of these guys tonight to get back next year, and most of them said, yeah. Tell us about that because right there I mentioned the, the job you have done con really constructing this team. You lose three guys. That's what it's all about is get these guys to the show. You get Blake Weehunt gone, Jeremiah Boyd gone, they got Kyle Henley gone, and then you had to really regroup in a way because that's when the, the losing started happening in a way after the great start you had, but then – down the stretch here, getting things together. Yeah, I mean, and I couldn't be happier for those three. I wanted them to go. I want them, and I want every one of these guys, you know, if that's their passion, if that's their dream, I'm going to help every way I can to get, you know, onto the next level. So uh, I told them once I get down there, I'm going to FaceTime each one of them too. And just they were a big part of us early, uh, but going out now and pursuing, you know, their professional careers, we're going to be tracking them. And hopefully 
you know, we're looking down at, you know, a dozen more down there that are going to have an opportunity, and that is that is what it's about. But can't say enough about the guys that stepped up and, and got it done. And, and Adam Collins was huge for us down the stretch, obviously MVP of the, of the championship, um, you know, and, and just – piecing it together my, my only thing is i wish i could have gotten other guys more playing time uh that's the juggle as a coach yep. uh and it's tough because especially once you get in the championship you have to play the best players we'd also talked about the relationship you have with college coaches micah when it comes to what's going to happen to these guys once they go to their particular school because they learned so much here this summer that's correct and you'll ask any one of these guys my, my recipe is two things when i get here i tell them have fun and we're going to develop them. We're going to help them, send them back to their college, you know, to be better. And I think that's why the colleges now, you know, are more and more are sending guys to us uh, because we do take passion and pouring into them what me and Carp and Jamar and whoever else is out helping and what we experienced, what we've been through, uh, you know, and that's what it's about, just pouring back into the game, you know, bits and pieces of what we experienced and the, and the knowledge that we can give. Well, I know you've had it here at Gainesville High Championships, and this one is as good as anything, isn't it? It is. It is. Now I'm ready to, to continue and, and get to work and even work harder. Uh, you know, high school, we start, uh, we've been at teacher work day all week. That's a lot of thing, something a lot of people don't realize. I've been doing that during the day uh-huh. and this at night. So uh, Tuesday we start, the kids will be coming in and we're going to go to work and uh, look at putting some more banners out there for the high school too. That's the thing about it too, is that what this means for your program and for this entire community. I'll go back to our friend George Groover for what this victory means for this thing for this entire community, Micah. Yeah, and you know, speaking about Gainesville High School, that's a tradition, strong tradition. Me and Carpenter, Mark, and mm-hmm. and also Josh, we talk about all the time. Not, uh, you know, not not just thinking about that, but recultivating it and appreciating who came before us, mm-hmm. uh, appreciating what we did while we were here, but now reinstilling that in these kids that maybe not have uh, understood that in the past and getting that back on the right track and. And look at this now. We, we've started a tradition here with the Gold Diggers. We're going to keep it going. So, what, well, 18 or 19, you came here as a coach back the old Gwinnett Tides when you came here. Was it 19 back in 19, the day? 19, yeah. It was my first summer back home from Pro Ball. I yep. you know, took a stint scouting and then took a stint uh, coaching minor league ball uh, out in Montana. So, I, I was done with that. I was ready to get back in the amateur side, and I love it. Uh, these guys listen, they learn, they're respectful. Um, yeah, but 2019, we brought the team here. Right, look, look what came. You, you went from Gwinnett to here. 20 was the COVID year, and then 21, a regular season championship, 22, a league championship, now 23, a league championship, better than anybody. No, no question, and I have a lot of respect for, you know, all the guys with all the teams that pour in to their time in the summer. People, again, don't realize how much we really, we really do uh, outside of the games in the season. I mean, it's hot. It gets hot, especially down <laughs> July. And uh, I don't know if y'all realize, but yeah, we did. that game down <laughs> Sunday a couple of weeks ago, yes. it hit me and I had to go to the ER yeah. and yes. you know, pass yeah. the lineup card. And uh, But we got through it. And I told them, again, that, that adversity, that just makes you stronger. And, uh, you know, very blessed, very blessed to be a part of this. You know, and these guys, again, can't say enough about it. You know, it. the song says, what don't, what don't kill you makes you stronger better, you know. That's right. Well, I think I think Mike I think Mike will echo this too that we've really appreciated being a part of this the last two years and thank you guys for uh, allowing us to come up and work the games and meeting the young guys that, that that come in and out of the the press box with us we get to joke and have a good time and you guys work your tails off for them. No, and you guys do a heck of a job. I can't say enough about that and just very uh, first class and uh, y'all do a great job and. Um, you know, and I give give a shout out to Jerry too. We added him yep. about halfway through the summer, and he, he's very complimentary of everybody else. And, and I definitely 
Jerry Colley, uh, he's been a friend of mine for a long time. Before I came to Gainesville, you know, I was with him at Forsyth Central mm-hmm. um, and was with him, uh, his son at school. But Jerry and I's relationship has grown, and you can't probably find a bigger baseball guy in the area. You're exactly right. He loves it. He well, it's sure definitely it a family. There's no yep. doubt about that. And, again, congratulations. You know, one thing I mentioned in the broadcast, you got to do now. I remember back when you won state championships here, after the ball game, what you did? Went down to Casper Cove and, and <laughs> went ahead and celebrated by taking a, a yeah. dip coach. I, I told him we could do that tonight. It's dark, and, and it's not really safe to be on the shore. <laughs> I right said totally, yes. So I'm working on getting a houseboat tomorrow and taking oh, them out. There you there go. You there go. You the go. way to That'd go, Coach. Yeah. All right, yeah. Mike Owings, the skipper, the manager of the 2022, now 2023, Sunbelt League champion games will go there. Congratulations, Micah. Thank you, guys. Appreciate yeah, it very you, much. Let, let me let uh, who, the starter and almost the winner yeah. of the game, Cole, Cole Munhall, right here. Cole, I'm going to let you say a few words to our friends. Very cool. And then get in here and let you say, good job pitching tonight, buddy. You did a super job on the hill. That last inning kind of caught you, but you did a super job. You struck out, what, eight, nine guys tonight? Six. Six guys yeah, tonight. Super eight. job. Well, I appreciate that very much. Um, I mean, I couldn't couldn't thank Micah enough for, you know, I was a late addition down here, um, and he brought me in open arms and then gave me an opportunity, and I just kind of rolled with it. But, you know, it's you know, like be, to be successful as a starter, you got to have nine, nine guys behind you who are mm-hmm. going to hit. And we're going to field and be clean with that. And all year, that's what they've done for me. And I can't thank them enough for being there for me every time. Cole, big I got it for you. How does winning this championship help you in the future playing at North Greenville? I mean, I think it just adds, like, it's a good boost of confidence, really, because I went from a situation where I didn't pitch very much and I kind of lost, you know, that confidence. Then coming down here and getting the opportunity that Mike had provided me, I was, I, like I said, I took it and ran. And uh, I think it just helps me get back into what I – what I used to do before college, and now I'm going to go do it North Greenville. Super, super. Well, good luck to you this year at North Greenville. Hope you have a good fall and a wonderful spring, and, and congratulations to you guys, and uh, hope to see you again next summer. Absolutely. Thank you very much. And one more thing, quick yeah. thing. Whoever's listening out there, if you got a kid in college that's got to play summer ball, you want to play for Mike Owings and the Gainesville Gold Diggers. It is so much fun, and we, we come out here, we compete, and – like we win back-to-back champions, so there you go. thank there you very you much, guys. Thank, thank you, Mike. appreciate, appreciate it. Go. Great job all season long, Cole Munhall, the starting pitcher tonight. Again, the combination. Thank you, man. The combination here, three hits. That's what's amazing, Joe. Yep. What these pitchers will do tonight. Yeah, they had three hits, uh, struck out fifteen. Uh, only walked two tonight, and uh, after the seventh inning, it was all over, really. Uh, they probably could have done it with the two runs. It's nice to have the two insurance runs, mm-hmm. but after they held, held them, the, the three three runners on and the what, six and the two and the seventh, nobody else reached base and super job. The big thing, you go back to you – know, I, I mentioned earlier, it reminded me of the Atlanta Braves game today with the Chicago Cubs as they went scoreless in the first three innings. Max Free was on the mound for the Braves, and Atlanta, the Atlanta scored seven runs. There in the fourth inning and won the ball game eight to nothing. This one, we we're going into the fourth inning to play scoreless tie going in. The, and then the first thing you see, there's Corey Collins, the MVP of the postseason, mm-hmm. hits that long fly, the home run there. And after that, you just felt it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And it, you know, he came up, hit that home run to go ahead and basically the winning home run there in the fourth inning today, a towering shot into left center field, right center field. And that was a big pickup for the for the Gold Diggers this season. And like Cole, you know, Cole was a late sign-up before the season started. And super job. I mean, I think he finished 4-0 this season. He'll have an ERA below uh, three. 
when he uh, after the season. Love, love to see the final stance on the season. Looking forward to seeing that this weekend. And just congratulations to all of them. Just super bunch of nice guys and really a fun season this year. And you see where all they came from as far north as New Hampshire. Yep. Down to Clearwater, Florida, mm-hmm. North Greenville. And uh, what a year this team had. Look at the start they had. And I mentioned before they had that little hiccup there when you had the three players mm-hmm. that are drafted. Then they had some problems there. And, again, congratulations to the job that Mike Owings did to really rally this team around. And they had those horrible games down in Columbus, wrapping up the regular season. Mm-hmm. All they needed was one win against the Chattahoochee Monsters. They ended up losing both ends of that doubleheader. Finished yeah. number two in the regular season. But then they were victorious in a three-game series against the Monsters. Again, they played five games in just over a week, Joe, with the Monsters there. Ended up winning that big game this past Monday. And then here it is, Wednesday and Friday, against the, the Chattahoots, who had won two straight games easily against the Atlanta Blues in a much different situation for the Chattahoots going in to the final series here with the Gold Diggers. I think the, the them finishing second was probably to the benefit of the Gainesville fans and you and I because we got to call the championship exactly. game. Exactly. <laughs> and I think that that's our benefit. And, and, Micah, thank you. We don't want you to plan it like that, but we sure do appreciate the opportunity to be able to call the championship game. It worked out perfectly. I thought the same thing when they lost that second game with the doubleheader back in uh, Columbus. Okay, now we get a chance. And yep. thank, thank goodness we were here to bring you the play-by-play of this championship game as the Gold Diggers sweep by the Columbus Chattahoots in two straight games. And the final score this evening was Gainesville 4 and Columbus nothing. And now he's already getting ready for 2024, Joe. Just like a good coach would be. You're already just already talking to these guys, planning, getting some good nucleus players back for next year. And he mentioned it. Thank you to everyone who's tuned into our broadcast all season long on 97.5 FM and the different platforms that we have. Also, now you can go to our website, WGTJRadio.com, a brand-new website, and we have a page that has all of our broadcasts of Gold Diggers Baseball throughout the year on that page. You get a chance to go back and relive and enjoy the broadcast from this season, which began back on June.